Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So of all people, it's Mr. Bill Gates who said there is going to be a hung election and there is going to be a civil war. And I'm seeing these media reports. They're like, Bill, Bill Gates says there may be a civil war. And then I'm like, really? And then I read what he actually said. And he says there's going to be a hung election and civil war due to political polarization. And I was like... He's actually speaking a little bit more definitively than that. But at the same time, we're seeing people like Scott Adams and Bill Burr saying like, nah, I went outside and nobody's fighting. And I think that's just the absolutely incorrect take for to Scott's credit. He was correct when he said Republicans would be hunted, although a bit, I don't know, hyperbolic. We have seen recently with the guy in North Dakota running down that kid and killing him. So things are getting pretty crazy. We now have Politico writing a piece saying that we must change the Constitution to stop one man, Donald Trump, because they're insane. We're seeing, what is it, Michael Moore, that's the guy. He says that Democrats are going to win in a landslide against the traitors. But then Nancy Pelosi gets booed on stage. So I think all of this is just really interesting. At the same time, the economy is imploding. The pound is imploding. Italy has elected a fascist. They're loving this right now because it's like a far right person in Italy who won. And so that's fascism, I guess. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. And also go to TimCast.com. Join us by clicking the join us button. We're going to have an uncensored members only show coming up tonight at 11 p.m. Those are always wacky and fun and we swear a lot. So we uh, look forward to having you there. Plus, as a member, you're supporting our news team. They do all of this hard work just for you as members. That's it. That's how we support it because we believe in it. So as a member, we're going to make sure that we're doing good work, fact checking all the BS and uh, standing up to the corporate establishment. Joining us today to talk about, oh, wait, wait, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us today to talk about all this is everyone's favorite, Libby Emmons. Hello, hello, Libby Emmons, editor-in-chief with The Post Millennial. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. It's always good good to have you. Thanks. And of course, we have the uh, t-shirt merchant himself. Oh, 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 hey. Hey, guys. I didn't see you guys there. I'm just uh, partly sick and tired of someone here getting all the attention. (laughs) So I got to sell some shirts. So we got to, you know, I got my Bill Gates trendy bazankas on and the the shirt that I'm proudly wearing today says the great resist. They will own nobody and they will be unhappy, which oh you could God. exclusively get on the best political shirts. You gotta, you gotta lift and separate there. This Luke. is, hey, <laughs> Luke, hey what are don't those fat shame me. What are those There's asymmetrical no shaming, lumps in your shirt? But you these gotta, right here. You're a little these, uneven. No. I, who, who are you to say? I'm anyway. So, so before, anyway. The, before the show, oh Luke is like, I'm tired of Libby getting all this attention. And then he comes out of the bathroom looking like this. Hey. <laughs> I could help myself. Beautiful shirt. Hey, it gets attention. Hey, hey, this is trendy right now, right? This is what your peak male masculinity (laughs) testosterone looks like right now. Face it. That's the reality. I like the way you control your own body. Thank you very much, Ian. I feel liberated. Get... Right now, there's people listening on like iTunes or something, and they're just <laughs> what like, the what, the what are they talking about? <laughs> I could understand why these are so popular. Oh, my I mean, gosh. That, well, well, we you can go into this on the after show <laughs> if you want. <laughs> this is like the classic autogonophile over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny. paper boobs. It was funny when Luke came out, and Libby was like, you need to lift and separate to Luke. And he doesn't know what he's doing, so they're all like crooked. Yeah, they're all crooked. 
asymmetrical. Hey, I could help you, but I don't want to be yeah, accused no. of harassment. Yeah, careful. <laughs> I'm watching you. Watch your hands there, lady. Hurricane, Hurricane Ian is here. Inbound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you didn't hear, there was a tropical storm upgrade to, I think, a level one hurricane called Ian going towards Florida. So I'm going to do everything in my power to meditate and create yes. some sort of polarization in the clouds above those winds to dissipate the storm. Which, and, which rock will help you do it? Uh, any kind of crystal, I would imagine. So quartz, we got a quartz crystal here, another rose quartz yeah. there. I'm glad that I live in a country that won't string me up for being a heretic for talking about stuff like this. You know, mm -hmm. we can be crazy and talk about weird and funny ideas in the United mm -hmm. States. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, so let's keep that yeah, that's tradition going. Thing. That's the key thing. Uh, yep. That's all I got for the moment. We need all the Eans to join together and figure out how to stop this storm so that my guests from Florida can get here tomorrow. Very excited. Let's get going. Let's talk about it all. So we have a story from Business Insider. Bill Gates says political polarization may bring it all to an end and could even lead to a civil war. I saw this headline and I was like, wow, that's really interesting thing of him to say. But so what? A lot of people have said that. And then I actually scroll down and read the quote. He says... I admit that political polarization may bring it all to an end. We're going to have a hung election and a civil war. Yeah, he didn't say we might. He, he, he says we are. Mm -hmm. We are going to have a hung election and a civil war. Now, I wonder, could this be because Bill Gates reads The Bulwark? Because mm. we, we talked about that last week. And I don't know if you saw the story. The Bulwark published an article about how the civil war could start. And I think they make an interesting point that come the midterms, Mm -hmm. You've get you got right wing people and left wing people showing up to the polls. Duh, it's an election, and they're accusing each other of impropriety or something. A fight breaks out. Someone's armed. Someone gets shot. Mm -hmm. There's a viral video of someone being killed in a polling place. That's what the bulwark said. I don't know for sure, but I am I I do think that if you already have people who don't trust the election, they're of course going to show up to polling places. I mean, what even five people maybe at each place, mm -hmm. and then you're going to get antifa types and leftist types, and they're going to show up as well, and then. And then what happens? Well, his comments are very important here because he said specifically, I quote, I have no experience with it. I'm not going to put my money on it because I don't know how to spend it, saying pretty much that it's guaranteed. But then he also went on and later made the points that it's polarization and the lack of trust. That is the main problem, specifically pointing at Robert Kennedy as someone who, of course, criticized him. And, and he's using this this concern, which a large majority of the American people have. A lot of people think there's going to be a civil war in this country according to many polls, he's using this fear in order to galvanize pressure on people criticizing him. So this is another aspect to also understand here with his latest kind of salacious comments. I, I love this idea that like Bill Gates is sitting in his living room like watching TV and then he's he, then he just comes across this new like a news story about Robert Kennedy criticizing him and he goes, he said, what about me? There's going to be a civil war in this country. Like he thinks that. But he Get also, him. the article also talks about how they're, how part of the problem is misinformation, right? And we know that misinformation is a catch-all term that is used to describe anything that uh, the left doesn't agree with. Yep. You know? Here, here's, so. my, here's my favorite part, though. He says, quote, I have no expertise in that. I'm not going to divert my money to that because I wouldn't know how to spend it, says the guy who owns more farmland than anyone else in the United States. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I start to wonder about that because when he started buying up farmland, we talked about it right. and we it were like, creepy. why is he doing this? Right. Good investment, maybe. Now he's like, oh, yeah. And by the way, there's going to be a civil war. And it's like, is, is that why you're because you're, here, here's what I said when he was like, I wouldn't know what to do. I said, it's simple, like build a bunker. I mean, what I actually said was get a get a corporate laundromat and hire eight German guys to start digging underneath one of your machines, mm -hmm. you know, for, your, you know. 
he's I'm watching a, Better Call Saul. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's also working on a lot of interesting projects. He's introducing a new kind of patented, patented uh, GMO corn into Africa, which allegedly is going to be helping them deal with hunger and the climate. And in reality, he wants to get people off of me- meat. He wants people to stop using cows, chickens, uh, pigs in order to fight climate change. And he's a, doing this with GMO corn. Is this corn going to be the kind that has no seeds? You know how there was like Monsanto? Monsanto seeds that, yeah. uh, that, that did that specifically right, so right, farmers right. had to keep buying it from yeah, them and farmers keep, yeah. were, were sued even for wow. cross-pollination exactly. uh, previously before so it's still unknown the details of what's happening mm-hmm. here but bill gates was one of the major backers of monsanto which introduced corn which is heavily subsidized and creates high fructose corn syrup which is banned in many places around the world so, so wait, wait, wait 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 they they produced corn that made no seeds um, they, they produced a number of, of agricultural products that produced no seeds, so the farmer always had to buy, buy the seeds, seeds well, like, from Monsanto like, and be dependent yeah, on right, them. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I get that. I get, and, and I know there's like seedless watermelon. I'm just imagining. I'm wondering about how corn seedless corn would work since That's all weird. corn is yeah. seeds, yeah. right? So yeah. I think as I said that, I was like soy, trying to visualize well, yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's the it's sterilized. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like regrow. Corn. Yeah, yeah. So but I'm wondering. I mean, like uh, uh, seedless fruits, things mm-hmm. like that. We do, we have seedless grapes. I'm just wondering. Like, it's like I'm imagining a dystopian future where people find seeds and they're like, we're saved, and they plant them, and they get one crop, and then there's no reproduction. And from there's the nothing. Yeah, exactly. And then it's over. Yeah, that's why they have a uh, they have those seed vaults in the Arctic. Svalbard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's in, uh, what is that, Norway? Or is it, I think it's Norway. Is it Norway? Svalbard. Yeah. The seed vault where they store all those seeds because I guess uh, we don't want to die. You know, yeah, like we don't want to die. Humans, I think it's humans, a good idea. Humans have grown quite seeds. fond of living. Yes. yes. Most of them at least. <laughs> yeah. you know. But, but but as he's trying to push for climate change, telling people not to eat uh, real meat, he also has 100 patents on synthetic uh, meats, on synthetic cheeses. He also has a lot of intellectual property. And, and he's he, he literally just came out a couple of months ago and said rich countries need to switch to completely synthetic beef, which, of course, would greatly benefit him right. more than anyone else. So, so we have to start thinking about why he made these comments now about civil war and what's the greater benefit to him. As, of course, it's also important to note here that he is a man that has financed and funneled hundreds of millions of dollars into the corporate media that literally acts like his PR marketing team that regurgitates all of his larger business proposals and sells it to the American and international public. Uh, The Guardian, the BBC, MSNBC, many organizations are directly financed by Bill Gates. And this is why you can't trust any legitimate news coverage, as well as also the fact checkers that, of course, attack any criticism of him, which is absolutely uh, dystopian and ridiculous to live in such a world where we can't even criticize this billionaire that is best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. I just, I just, I see all these people that say they don't think civil war is possible and stuff. And I'm just like, more and more people are, are at each other's throats. More and more people are. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Accusing each other of being evil. It doesn't matter if you're right or they're right. You know, we think we're right. I think we have evidence to back it up. We don't, we don't fall for the hoaxes like Jesse Smollett. 
or the Covington kids or, or the Duke bas- the Duke volleyball oh, thing. Duke volleyball, the lacrosse thing? No, the volleyball thing. What was that? Oh, well, there oh was, yes, of course, I remember the lacrosse hearing thing. about that. But then there was the young woman who said that she was the volleyball player and she was out at BYU. And there was a racial and slur And said that there was a racial her. slur and that people were calling her racial slurs the whole time. And after an investigation, it turned out nobody else had heard it at all. Right, so, so these no people... No one had said but, it. But the corporate media ran with it like it was the a real story, even though it was it. a public event right. in front of other people. And I remember looking at that story when it came out and we were like, ah, we're going to hold on this because I bet this is a hoax and then sure enough it was so, th- so this is the point i mean we sit here we read the news and we're like okay these things are probably fake oh here's another story ah, mm-hmm. that's probably fake we're gonna wait for evidence the other side is just like must be true let's, let's roll run with, with it. it it doesn't matter who actually is right though truth is irrelevant as much as i think truth matters for us in terms of will a civil war happen the truth is meaningless and it's exemplified very simply mm-hmm. if you go to one of these people and say um here's the truth mm-hmm. they go don't care but I that, don't, I don't that care. you know what that people are I mean, yes that does happen that makes it all the more important for us to hold on to reality and hold on well, to the I, truth I agree and to I, stand on it you have to stand on the truth the, for for existence and reality the truth matters what I'm saying is in terms of will there be a civil war it doesn't matter if you hold the truth or they hold the truth because they are zealots who will who will believe whatever is placed in front of them so you can go to them as an outsider, like Larry, I think it was Larry Elder pointing this out, and show them, here is the transcript mm-hmm. from the New York Times of right. Trump saying, condemn the white supremacists, and they go, I don't care, I don't want to hear it. Right, because they don't think that it matches what they believe already. I, I mean, s- a civil s- war, though, like, it, it, you know, you and I were talking about this before we aired, and the people who are like, oh, I walk outside and nobody's angry at each other, there's no fighting in the street. A civil war wouldn't be like fighting in the street. People would arm up, go to their separate camps. You well, know, like go to their separate areas or whatever. Well, no, no, well, sort of. We have this tweet here from Scott Adams, and he says, there won't be a civil war in the United States, not even close. There is no appetite for it outside Twitter imagination. One person said, your source? And his, his response was walking outside. Wasn't he earlier just saying that people are going to be shot in the streets? He was saying Republicans will be hunted. Same person. And then, like, we did see that happen on a couple occasions, so I don't know why he's changing his mind. The but other thing, though, here, here, is... What I responded to him was, what about walking outside in Portland, L.A., Chicago, or New York with a Trump shirt on? And I agree, Scott Adams uh, may be right. It could just be a slow revolution of authoritarian powers because the right doesn't want to fight. But here's, here's the point I made. It's, imagine it's, eight, it's January 1861, and a guy in Atlanta walks out of his house, and he's fuming. He's like, oh, I just read the paper, and I hate those Yankees. Oh, and then he walks up to his neighbor and punches his southern neighbor in the face. Why would he do that? His neighbor agrees with him. Of course you can walk outside and no one's fighting. Like people in New York agreed with each other. They were cheering on the, the, uh, the what, what was it? It was the, the dude, it was a Southern dude who caned a Northern guy, right? I think it was the caning. Oh, I don't, know. I don't no, remember their names. Remember. But like one side was cheering it on, one side was mm-hmm. condemning it. So yeah, in the South, you walked outside and everyone was like, it was bad that happened. And then people in the North were like, it was good that happened. Or I think it's inverted. The mm-hmm. point is, yeah, you surprised that you walked outside in like 80% Democrat New York and nobody's fighting each other. Okay, well, put on a put on a MAGA hat like Blair White did and walk around L.A. and see right, how long see it takes until they attack you because they did. Blair got attacked. and This was years ago. Mm. So, yeah, you can get attacked. I'm not saying that's proof civil war is going to happen. I think we look at what the FBI is doing and we're like, oh, I mean, certainly the FBI going after they, they just raided the home of a pro-life activist. Right. That was crazy. They're absolutely insane. Over mm, over like yeah. because they're like it's a, uh, um, the face act because you assaulted somebody who was working at an abortion clinic, even though the charges were dismissed by a court. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. The F, and this is like what years later or something. Right. Yep. One year. Yeah. Yep. So 
You know, when I see the FBI weaponized and going after run-of-the-mill conservatives, just like this is like a regular person, this is not like a politician, my immediate instinct is, instinct is civil war. But my point here is that, no, 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 Scott might be right. You know, conservatives on the right might just, you know, get on their knees and say, you know, I'm so sorry, please, I don't want to fight. Well, we have been doing that for a while. That's been going on. Look, I but understand. The thing, about, but, the thing but, about saying that it's all just happening on Twitter, though, is Twitter is our collective imagination. Hmm. You uh, know, like it. It's, it's debatable, but. You know, I think it's there as part of what we are imagining and what we believe. And it's a it's a, where we're exploring ideas in real time. We're certainly not doing that in any other right. aspect of our society. That's not happening in books. That's not happening in movies or TV or on the news. We're exploring ideas in real it, time on and Twitter. Had, and Twitter has a direct impact on how Democrats are spending money. Yeah. They see the, the, the tweets, the bots and everything, and then they say, this is what we should promote. And then all of a sudden, the Democrats are advocating for child, child sex changes. Right. So like, And in, then saying in, that they're not, and then saying, actually, they are good. You know, and, and, and then, The New York so, Times was defending them today. Exactly. Yeah. The New York yeah. Times put out an article saying, yeah, actually, these things do happen. Right. And it's and like, they, <laughs> yeah. Because they, they have to do it slowly. They said, they said it does happen, and this doctor who finds most of her clients on TikTok is doing great things with marketing yeah. on social media. Meanwhile, <laughs> they were censoring and blacklisting and destroying people's lives because they were saying that a few weeks right. ago. They were Just saying, no, this is not true. They're not Literally doing this a few weeks ago. Yes. Like you're two in, weeks ago. You're yes. inciting violence for saying yes. this. And then there's like, oh, no, now it's good. Yeah. No <laughs> hospitals are chopping off girls' boobs when yeah. they're 14. Oh, wait. It's good that they are. They are. Right. Ridiculous. It's good. Yeah. I think when it comes to like, will there or won't there be some sort of civil conflict that escalates? It's basically a morale question of morale. If people get broken morally, and then they they'll just resort to the last resort, which is mm -hmm. always violence. So, and people in America are generally pretty high morale because we have it awesome here, like fresh water, good food, warm buildings, um, transportation. If you destroy, I think if they, if we didn't have that stuff, it would be way easier to spiral into decay mentally. Um, and then uh, what other choice do you have? It is sort point? of a luxurious culture. I was yeah. talking to a friend of mine from Morocco the other day. And we were like, yes, it's unbelievable. The bounty at the grocery stores, you know, that we yeah. can get anywhere, that everything is, you know, we well, have fresh water, all of these things. There's a yeah. story I like to tell about when I was in Brazil that many people listen have probably heard. But for those that haven't, I was at a favela where they couldn't flush their toilet. And it was just all of the family's waste piling up because they needed rain. So they had no water and the and I was like, you have a bathroom like right there. And I'm like, I ain't going anywhere near that thing. Mm -mm. So they have it rough. And then the, the, the mother asks something in Portuguese. And then, you know, the, my friend translated. And he says, she's asking you why the rich people are protesting in America. And then I was like, Ooh, what do you mean? And he asked her and she says, blah, 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 blah. He goes, Occupy Wall Street. You know, like the people they're protesting. And I went, it's not the rich people protesting. It's like young people, college kids, like working class people. They're upset. Because the corporations were getting bailouts from the government. The government was giving them money and the banks. So basically, they feel like they're not getting their fair share. And then he tells her, and then she laughs. And she says, she says something. And he goes, she said, all Americans are rich. <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah. I was like, I, I, I would agree fine. with that yeah. to a certain extent. From, from her perspective, yeah. she's like, yeah. these people have like clean running water and in like their lowliest of apartments. Like even the bad apartments have clean running water. I mean, yes, we have we have poverty and we all have all of that, but we do have a very high standard of living yeah. across the board. I think when and we've done great things to get rid of child poverty. I think that's true. Yeah, every day we still. I am. I mean, this is just I, when I think about like will there or won't there. I feel very much like we are in maybe not in control, but influencing it because it's like a morale yeah. system. If we well, can and one thing that morale. had such a huge impact on on that obviously is fossil fuel. You know, yeah. fossil fuel was responsible for 
uh, oh yeah, when decreasing poverty globally for decreasing poverty in the U.S. Just and creating the board. seven billion people. Yes. <laughs> when you look at the, yes. the the advent of the petroleum industry, mm-hmm. human population goes straight to the straight. And up. that's what we have. I mean, the isn't the petrodollar what we really have to thank for our wealth too? So I have Plastics. to wonder when you get yeah. someone yeah. like Bill Gates, who's like climate change over and over again. When they want to get rid of fossil fuels, it sounds like what they're really saying is like, yo, we use too much energy too quick and now there's too much going on. We help too many people. There's too much activity. There's too much freedom. There's too much prosperity. We must have it all for ourselves. And right. this kind of egomaniac kind of idea, well, like, I well, need it all. I mean, look, the planet, most likely the planet is suffering, but why should I give up my planet? It, it, it's suffering because of them and what they're doing to the environment. And they travel their, their greed. Right? They, they fly private around. jets. They, they live right. in the mansions. They, they, they boat around in their little yachts as, of course, they go to China, exploit slave labor and all the non-regulations there that they called for and put up and set up there. Bill Gates literally advises the Chinese government. What else do you need to know about what he's really behind and what he's really doing? Well, do you, let's, let's he complimented the Chinese government, said they did a good job with COVID. Okay. It's, I want to jump to these next stories because I want to keep it on track. This is a tweet from Logan Hall. Logan yeah. Clark Hall. He's the um, digital at the newfounding.org and used to be at the Daily Caller. He said, seems like Biden's speech equating conservatives with terrorists worked as intended. September 24th, elderly pro-life volunteer in Michigan shot after heated conversation, pro-life group says. The elderly Michigan woman was going door to door discussing a ballot proposal on abortion. Then we have Pennsylvania pro-life activists arrested by FBI, charged with assaulting a clinic escort. Prosecutors say Mark Houck twice assaulted a man outside a Planned Parenthood clinic on the same day last year. It's overtly partisan. Then, of course, we have Kaylor uh, Ellingson's alleged killer not under house arrest. No curfew after posting very low bond. Former assistant U.S. attorney says the very low bond is woefully inadequate. Not only that, but I was reading that the guy who killed that, that's the 18-year-old kid who was killed. And the guy said he was a Republican extremist. I read that in his bail hearing, he was shocked that the courts were holding it against him. Like, apparently he he assumed they'd, they'd congratulate him or something or be like- For having killed the kid? Yes. For having killed an 18-year-old? Like, the, so I, I, one of the articles I read said he he expressed shock at that he would be held accountable for killing this 18-year-old kid. That's one way to try and defend yourself. So, <gasps> pro-lifer being shot. Yeah, it really does sound like- it works. At face value, it does. But I want to see, like, when they say heated conversation, like, was the guy like, come on, like, how heated? What was he screaming the old at the lady? dude that shot him? No. I don't know who yelled at I think you're talking about the 18-year-old that got killed. Well, the, the story the on the left. The story on the left was an elderly pro year old woman shot right. after a heated conversation. Yes, like, what's elderly. This, what's this heated? Well, I mean, I've seen some nasty oh, old come people. On, dude. I don't know about you. 84. Oh, my goodness. An 84-year-old woman being like, stop killing babies. And you're like, all right, she's got to go. Like that's but I mean, you have thing. the right to free speech, but you also there's consequences to getting in people's face. So yeah, but what's the story? You shouldn't shoot old ladies. I think as a general yeah. rule in society, right? I like, got. I want to see more. It was I an mean, un- yeah, you're right. okay, but it was she was an unarmed old lady knocking on doors. Like you don't have to answer the door. If people knock on my door. I don't ever <laughs> answer my that. door ever. Uh, I would love to go deeper into that story. <laughs> to be honest, the the, the heated conversation. Because, man, the news just does spin stuff. Oh, boy. Okay, so here's the story from uh, Yahoo. Results are changing quickly. It says an elderly pro-life volunteer in Michigan was shot in the shoulder while canvassing a neighborhood to discuss an abortion ballot proposal, according to the Right to Life in Michigan. The victim said she was shot in the back slash shoulder while leaving a residence during a heated conversation and that the man who shot her was not part of the conversation. The unidentified woman is 83 years old, according to police, though the Right to Life of Michigan identified her as 84 years old in a press release. The woman was canvassing a neighborhood in Lake Odessa to discuss the state's vote on Proposal 3, 
which would protect abortion access in the state. The state will vote on the proposal November 8th. The victim does not know the identity or motive of the shooter. Of her shooter, the victim is still recovering from her gunshot wound and wishes to remain anonymous while the criminal investigation proceeds. Now, this is just according to Right to Life. So I think if she wants to have a bigger political impact, she needs to come forward and explain what happened and we need to be able to get to, to, to investigate this. Well, if, well, she, if, she, to, if she was shot in the, the back, I mean, that clearly she shows that she wasn't aggressing or moving towards somebody since the bullet hole is is, is there. Uh, yeah, was, so so that, that pretty much says it all. Like, who, what kind of coward shoots an old lady in the back? I don't know. Old they, lady? They, what, someone that wasn't yeah. even involved in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. yeah, did you see the video? There was a, another video where a woman is going door to door, and then the lady starts screaming at her and chases her off the property. I haven't seen that I, one, I, no. I just got to say, like, you know, to Scott Adams, when he tweeted that Republicans would be hunted, everyone kind of rolled their eyes, and they were like, whoa, a little over the top there, Scott. And then we actually saw people get shot and killed, right. beaten up, chased. And, and then we run were like, down oh. with a car. And now, and now more recently, run down with a car. And we're like, yeah, actually, it may have seemed a little bombastic, but it is starting to happen. Now for Scott to come out and be like, neighbors aren't attacking each other. And I'm like, yo, this old lady just got shot in the back. Do you guys like, think it's kinda, that... It kind of is happening. We're canvassing and having up. political discussions with people. Do you think that hate is ever good? Hate? No. Yes. No, well, I don't course. think hate is ever... What do you mean? I don't think hate is a good thing. I hate rabid dogs. I mean, like... Right, but what's the use of hating them? Why is that better than not just... Like any emotion, it serves wanting a purpose. To, and, yeah, but like, I what... Okay. I, I think the idea is like irrational hate is bad. Right. But hate from a logical place serves... Like, there, 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 but it's there are reasons... it's such an extreme emotion. Like, what's the, what's the use of it? To keep you safe. So, for example, like, why do we feel sick looking at, like, a, a, a dead animal? Because we have a natural response to that. To feel sick and want to be away from it and vomit. Why? Because it's got disease and, and infection and things like that. And so the humans that were not disgusted by it may have eaten it and been contaminated and died. And those who were disgusted by it and vomited, who, so the vomiting is clear. I mean, I, I'm not an evolutionary biologist, right. but, but you But this is more of a disgust out. thing than, a, than so, a hate thing. Right. The point of hate is like, there could be a certain thing being done by... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Name, name, name creature. Yeah, yeah. rabid dog's a good one. Attacking a family member. Like, something. there might be someone who's like, I just hate these, these, these wild hogs. <laughs> <laughs> I need my but AR-15. In, well, but, in but think about the... it back in the day, you'd see a wild hog and you'd get angry and uh -huh. then you'd stop it before it destroyed your crops or harmed your family. You could just be logical about it too. Like, I don't yes, think you're extra better Emotions aren't logic. Hate. Human, human emotion, you know, comes from this place of, what you know of survival that's so why we, I wonder, we love things that help us and protect us and make us feel good and we hate things that hurt us and and, and cause you know, harm if you had like a, a rabid dog that was threatening your your family and, and about to kill them you could logically destroy the the rabid dog without any emotional attachment because you know it's the right thing to do starting to feel like hate towards it feels like it's taking over i'll give you a better example a guy and his daughter out in the backyard and they're playing with a frisbee when a rabid dog runs up and bites her neck, ripping, severing her carotid and mm -hmm. she bleeds out in 20 seconds. He then says, I hate that dog. Right. And he starts a whole revenge plot where he goes and buys a bunch of guns and he's got a board shracking the dog and then he hunts it down and he goes, revenge, and puts it down. 
that hatred he felt uh-huh. saved another child from being killed by that rabid dog. That's the point. Yeah, there's like movies about like some uh, Jason, no, not Jason Bourne. It was that Keanu Reeves movie where someone kills his dog and then he John goes on a revenge. John yeah, Wick. Yeah, 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 John yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like glorifying hate. Is it? A little different. Was he feeling hate? He was feeling hate towards the people that killed his dog. And that, and that is, it's a little more extreme, but it is a good point that those were really bad people who broke into his house, beat him and killed the dog. It's like nah, he went extreme with it. Like, yeah. no, they killed this dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I, I mean, like, well, dude, do you think it's, there's, do you think it's reasonable four movies to, now of him killing right? dozens of people over, over his dog? Do you think that it's reasonable to hate someone who disagrees with you over political matter? Like, is that something that is a, a worthwhile undertaking? Hate in well, that regard? What, what do you mean by worthwhile undertaking? Well, I think I think hate is totally fine. I think you just don't want to attack people and you want to be reasonable. Like you're allowed to hate people. Hate is a hate is a fine emotion, but you should be rational about it and you shouldn't act you shouldn't act out upon it. Mm. So you can be like, yo, I just really hate people who throw litter out of their cars and don't care and are polluting everything. Like I genuinely despise that. Yeah, I hate I'm that. Not too. Attack the person. <laughs> you hate right, the action. No, no, people who gloat and laugh as they th- throw waste. Do you in the see streets? people gloating and laughing? I see people actually. You know what I really hate? Actually, I will use the term: is uh, parents will show their kids to throw trash on the street mm. in Brooklyn, and that really makes my blood boil. My, my point is like there are things that we universally despise, mm-hmm. like a serial killer who gloats about murdering. Like I hate that person. Like right. I genuinely despise people who want to victimize. I don't like uh, violent, uh, uh, like, the, you see that video of the guy in the convenience store? Which and the, one? the store clerk is on his knees. Mm. And the guy walks up behind him and the store clerk's like giving whatever he wants and then the dude just kills him anyway. I genuinely hate that guy. Yeah, that What that sense. means is I think about what he did. I think about what he believes in and who he is. And I hate everything about what brought him to that point and, and that guy right now. Hate him. So you got to be reasonable about it reasonable about it what we don't want is irrational hatred where you just hate someone because of the way they look but is hate rational i don't think hate's rational it it literally it's an emotional discharge okay so this guy literally shot and killed the dude on his knees who was uh, cooperating so if you were like a military commander you'd be like we need to execute the the threat but you're not like i'm enraged because then you can't control their don't change the subject well if you're if you're really a guy walked into a lucidly handling it a guy walked into a store and aggressed upon another person who complied and killed him for no reason. Yes, I hate that person. But like, and the response should be, we need to stop them. With that hatred and that anger that I feel, it is, what is the appropriate way to stop a person like this? And how do we prevent it from happening in the future? That hatred is what leads us to stopping the thing from happening. Um, you can do it without hate too. Vengeance is very dangerous because when someone's uh, becomes emotionally not, not, charged, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about emotionally charged response. Vengeance is not the same thing. We're not talking about the same thing. Hateful response is a form of vengeance. Is a form of revenge. You're talking, you're I talking about revenge. I don't want revenge on the guy. I want him to be stopped. Yeah, yeah. That I. This understand. might be a definitional issue. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Semantics. Mm-hmm. I think hate. I think that's hate's fine. fine. Yeah. Hate's an emotion. Hate's fine. You're allowed to feel emotions. Emotions serve a purpose, yeah. and they're part of the human experience. Yeah, but emotional leaders are dangerous. Like emotional I hate, leaders. I hate wasps. Like I, I actually like hate those them. people from New England. The like no. white people with the they no. stir the gin with no, their the fingers. No, the stinging venomous insects. Uh, okay, they like the other they don't kind. they don't make honey. Like what are they even doing? I don't know what wasps are. Okay, good for now either. there I are some wasps. Yesterday, maybe, in there some are some barn. wasps. They, they freak me out. Some wasps kill bu- other bugs, uh-huh. and I'm fine with that. Like stink bugs. The reason we have stink bug problem now in the East Coast is because they're native to China, and there's a wasp in China that hunts them in the air oh. and so just we, kills them in the air. We don't need to we bring need those. That wasp, no, don't we? no, <laughs> no. Big, we don't need those. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, we got a lot of stink <laughs> bugs. Yeah, like, the stink bugs we are at least stink bugs those. are at least cute. 
Yeah, like they're doofy and they like walk around and they clap for you. You ever see the stink bugs clap? Stink bugs? No, but I saw a spider oh. cricket yesterday and that freaked we me out. We got a bunch of those. What the? Yeah. Oh, did a not like cricket? it. Was yeah, a they're all cricket. over. There's like 7,000 oh, in this nice. game park. I was yeah. reaching into a bucket to get some goat food and there was a spider cricket. Oh boy. Yeah. So, so listen, why do I hate wasps? Because they don't do anything good for me. They build nests, they attack people, they swarm, and when they sting you, you go to the hospital. Yeah, it's bad. So, like, I have a very negative emotional reaction to them, and when I see them, I'm like, I must remove that wasp's nest. They can build anywhere off my front porch, but now they're building on my front porch, so we have to get wasp spray, it's a whole thing. Yeah, like, that's, come a on, whole, dude. that's a whole thing. But that's thing. not hate, that's not real hate. There what was a mean? mouse like, in hatred? my kitchen the other day, I kind of hated it, and but it was also <laughs> sort of cute, but I still hated it. People have pets as mouse. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't need a. I don't need a feral mouse as a pet living in my kitchen. It was unpleasant. I guess it, maybe we're just talking about different definitions of the word hate. Because like, <laughs> I think you and I are, are just talking about an a similar. Which is why I said hate is fine, but irrational hate is yeah. irrational. Is not. Well, so and acting acting out in a negative way because of hatred is also look. You feel so emotions. You have these, Humans feel emotions. Right. You're allowed to feel them. They're all good. They're so you all, have this Michigan guy is doing irrational hate, just like the North Dakota guy, irrational hate. No, 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 no. You the don't actions, think these guys the, are... The actions are the problem, not the emotion. You can feel however you feel. Do you feel. think this guy had irrational hate, this uh, Michigan old lady shooter? Yes. Irrational. But the problem isn't just that he's irrational and hatred. The problem is that he shot someone. Hmm. Like if you're outside and you're going, oh, I'm just so full of hate. I'd be like, well, you know. Enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, some people. Have a good that's time. Just, sure, that's that's, that's it. I mean, Maybe that's their baseline. Look, you, <laughs> it's part of the human experience to feel ways about things. Like if we were just like, we shouldn't feel hate. Hate is bad. Let's just be logical beings. It's like, okay, come on, you know. Like we we experience life in a variety of ways, and some people are more hateful than others. But I think hate, love, fear, all these things. We we chase fear. Is fear bad? People jump off buildings on purpose because you get that adrenaline rush, that fear, and then you survive it. Yeah, I, Wait, I, you I, but it's also but jumping I, off a building. Who does that? Are you are you joking? Surviving jumping off buildings. Uh huh. Oh, like if you repel off buildings, like base jumping. Oh yeah, I hate that. But, Bungee jumping. But, Not into it. But, but anyway, I, I think it's also important to note here that that people can't control their emotions more and more. A lot of people's nervous systems are fried. Doctors are being told by medical boards to ask everyone if they have anxiety. I think there also is. Uh, um, not only a mental health crisis, but a physical health crisis that is leading to a lot of the insanity that we're dealing with the consequences of in the streets in New York City and San Francisco. That that truly is a way bigger problem, very much complex. And I think it all boils down to a lot of food being poisoned, a lot of individuals not having a good mental health and not controlling their emotions and then lashing out and acting crazy, which we're seeing more and more of on, on, on big tech social media. And whether we're seeing it deliberately because social media wants to show it uh, to us specifically or whether it's really happening I, I think it still deserves to be talked about from a fair perspective because there are a lot of people struggling out there that do need help I had um we have I, I want to jump to this next story mm-hmm. unless you wanted to wrap well, up well yeah about just about I, like on Friday we had a show with Nick Palmashano was on the show and it was I, I had a hard time with it I felt like I was going to puke for a lot of it because you and him were going deep and you guys were really going at each other about civil war and why not and why is why not why maybe why no and so I was like just in a in a nasty mood this weekend. Like that that energy I carried it. I was stressed out. Like what are we doing? Are we propagating this thing without realizing it? And then I heard about the storm called Ian coming. Mm-hmm. And part of me was like, fine, let the storm let, let the, the storm, storm land. Come. And I'm like, what am I doing? What have I become? Am I like becoming the evil that I ha- that I hate? And so I had to change my emotions. I I disengaged from the machine, meaning my computer. I cleared my mind and just thought about dissipating the clouds and had to like re 
navigate my own emotions, which I do believe is possible, which is why I think w w if you feel hate, you could change it. Let's, That's let's, why I brought let, it we got, we got a hat trick for you, ladies and gentlemen, with this next, these next stories. We got this one from uh, TimCast.com. Quote, they will lose and they know it. Democrats will lose if election is a referendum on Biden, Saki says. Follow the money, said the former uh, press secretary. She says if it's a referendum on, the, on Biden, they're going to lose. But if it's a referendum on extremism, they're going to win. All right. Here's the next story. Michael Moore predicts Democrat landslide against the traitors. Friday on HBO's real-time liberal documentary filmmaker Michael Moore defied conventional wisdom and predicted a landslide victory for Democrats in November's midterm election. There are so many signs of this. I think, honestly, I think if we all do our work and we all get people out to get out there and we get ourselves, I think we can throw out a huge number of these Republican traitors in November. He says, I think that there's going to be such a landslide against the traitors, especially the 147 Republicans who just hours after the insurrection voted to not certify the elected president of the United States, Joe Biden. I think there's going to be so many people coming out to vote. And then lastly, with the hat trick from the conservative brief, pollster, GOP midterm turnout will exceed already high expectations as parties' fortunes grow. So what's it going to be? Huh. Saki says if it's about extremism, they win. If it's about Biden, they lose. Michael Moore says the Democrats are going to win. And then this, uh, this pollster is saying that the Republicans are going to win. So uh, what, what is it? What do we got? It's, it's what really, do we have? I don't know. Yeah, it's really hard to say. I mean, yeah. uh, it was uh, Joe Rogan um, and another uh, very popular commentator. I forgot his name right now. I'm blanking right now. That, that also was from the left that came out and said, hey, everyone should vote Republican for this upcoming midterm. It's going to be. Was it that? That was Rogan. Was it was Rogan, Rogan and somebody else. Uh, I forgot. What's Kalinsky? I don't He's think it was, no, 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 it, wasn't it, was, it was somebody it was, it was somebody else coming from a, a very surprising figure that 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 you know uh, shocked a lot of people that that this person actually said this I I, I have it somewhere here in my notes uh, but but it's going to be interesting to see the turnout to see if people actually do decide to vote or whether they're just so disenfranchised with this kind of emotional manipulation that they're Aaron just going to tune out Aaron Rodgers yeah yeah, yeah. he was on uh, I thought it was, yeah, yeah, was a leftist like commentator Rogan. and I was like I thought it was Aaron Rodgers it was right? yeah Aaron Rodgers on Rogan but you know what was interesting is that I think it does have to do with if people are going to turn out so many people are dissatisfied nothing really seems to be going right in the country you have biden's really horrible speech with his blood red background you know speaking in front of the independence hall i found it really troubling that speech and i think a lot of people did i talked to democrats who also found it troubling um for different reasons but believed that it would be effective for you know, Democrats to uh, be motivated to go vote. And I think it was, to a certain extent, motivating for them. Uh, the GOP, I think, really should lean into the issues that Americans care about. McCarthy, like, barely made any noise the other day, even though he gave that whole speech. But you did see him starting to unite a little bit with the new right. He had MTG sitting right behind him yeah. in a pink blazer. I was really glad to see her there. Um, she's someone who initially I was like, I'm not so sure. And I've really come to have a lot of... Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for her. I like her a lot. So um, I liked to see that. I like to see that being a little more unified. But I think they have to lean more into the new right stuff than the establishment stuff. Well, the, the, the issue is that the what people care about doesn't generate clicks. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, let's talk about economics. The average, the average person is not going to share a story that says like, here's how we improve the economy. Right. What's, what's going to get shares is like, 
Trump supporters are fascists and Democrats are giving children sex changes. Right. So those end up becoming dominant issues. And I'm not sure if you've experienced this too, but stories about the border, which people do say they care about immigration, border stories like don't get a ton of shares either. Why do you think that is? I think because it's super depressing to see little kids abandoned at the border. I don't think we've had any reasonable solutions that have been enacted other than, you know, I mean, during the Trump years, it slowed down substantially, I think. Um, but it, I just don't think it's an issue that people want to deal with. I think people are primarily conflicted about it. and It's like going cognitive to Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I think there's something like that going it's on. I, I think what I'm going to be looking for in this upcoming midterm is, is one, how many people come out. Two, how effective is social media going to be and big and, and, and corporate media in, in swaying the emotions of people to vote a particular way? I think it's going to be very interestingly because historically uh, the president's party loses the midterms uh, almost every time uh, throughout the, the, the midterms that always happened throughout uh, you know the, the latest uh, the races. That happened so, to Obama, right? It happened to Obama. That happened, to, I think, to Bush as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it happened 17 out of the 19 times uh, since the last last time so right. it, sorry the bazunkas are i know i keep looking at a hard time from <laughs> staring for me at your to chest here. i'm actually wondering like is it is it having an impact i on... think so i mean there's aaron Rodgers <laughs> right behind me and i was like who, that guy? who is that i don't know i'm acting like a boob you're having like baby brain over there i, I know i know i know it, it happens it's, it's it's you know the power gets to me here <laughs> preparing to be a parent Maybe uh, I won't tell anyone my private life, Don't but but that's well, yeah, the topic good. of what we're talking about here. Great. Now the midterms here, as we're trying to focus here, Ian. <laughs> Before the show, when when Luke walks out with the fake boobs, Ian goes, "He's looking good." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Should have wore a V-neck, but uh, anyway. Uh, it is going to be interesting because it is going going to tell a lot and it's going to foreshadow what's going to be happening in 2024. So who's going to have the power? Who's going to have the influence? Who's going to have, you know, the authority moving forward in this country, I think is going to dictate a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the very important like, things. I, I just want to say, you know, in 2020, Texas filed a lawsuit against Pennsylvania and you had about, I think, 46 states signed on to one side of the lawsuit or the other questioning or opposing the results of the election due to uh, procedural changes in certain states. So the Texas v. Pennsylvania say, uh, suit was specifically how Pennsylvania handled the election. Nothing to do with fraud. It was about, like, can you have universal mail-in voting? And Texas mm-hmm. was like, uh, the Supreme Court said they wouldn't hear it. I think it was Thomas and Alito who said they would. And I was kind of shocked by this. Not really, but they should have heard the case. Texas has a right to make their argument as a state in the union. I thought they should have heard the case, too. Yeah, it's like if there is a question about the procedure by which a vote, uh, a procedure by which which votes are cast. And one of the states says they, what Texas basically said is that Pennsylvania is negating our votes by holding their election in such a way that violates the U.S. Constitution. Right. They also said that their Pennsylvania was holding their election in a way that I think violated Pennsylvania law. Right. And then which you know, was the violation. Yeah. But then ultimately, I think the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said, no, it's fine, mm-hmm. which is just the whole thing still contested. No one's satisfied with the results. But my point is not to say that anyone's right or wrong in that whole argument. I'm, I, we can have an argument about that later. My point is when you have almost half the country suing the other half, like, is that not indicative of something really crazy happening in this country? Then you get January 6th. Then you get, you know, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers was killed before January 6th, right? It was, was it, was it 2020? 
I think Aaron Rodgers is the football oh, yeah. player. Yeah, yeah different. He's doing Aaron fine. Yeah, Sorry. He's fine. Yeah. Aaron Daniels. Poke is yeah, here, Tim. I know there's a lot <laughs> to distract you here with. I know. I'm staring at Luke. And yeah, Daniels, Daniels was the Daniels yeah. was the summer of 2020, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, it was Aaron Daniels summer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you, had, you, had that, you have that happen, and then you get January 6th. Now you, you have a bunch of these stories. Mm-hmm. In Provo, Utah, they ran up to a, uh, BLM ran up to a, a, a random person and shot him in their car. That's right. A random person. There was you a thing in Denver... What was, it? what was the thing in Denver? The ten- oh, yeah. thing in Denver, there was a guy who had been sort of hired as a security guard, but had never been vetted shot that guy. and shot oh, a conservative right. activist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In and then after all of that, what I think happens is you're a frog in a pot and the water's boiling. Mm-hmm. And so then you see people be like, you know what? I went outside and nothing's happening. And it's like, do you have amnesia? Did you forget everything that happened in the past couple of years that's going to be in the history well, books forever? People do forget everything, right? Yeah. People forget everything uh, except what happens right around when they're currently thinking about everything. You know, they don't think about what happened before. Um, everyone wants you to forget about what happened in 2020. Everyone wants you to forget about COVID. They don't want you to remember that your kids got sent home from school, that your kids are like doing math at some grade level well below their current age. They don't want you to think about any of that. They're just like, that's over. We're moving on. You know, so, someone in the chat said crime is not civil war. And I'm not saying it is. Right. I'm saying that bleeding Kansas also wasn't civil war. But people were fighting over the issue of slavery. And if we're now dealing with a story where an old woman was shot in the back because she was arguing about, you know, being, being opposed to abortion. Many people have argued that abortion could be the moral catalyst for Well, you've war. said that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said it, but but many other smarter people than me have, have made a similar point. I think, um, I, I, who was it? It was The Guardian published an article about it. Might have been, um, I don't want to say the wrong person, so I'll avoid but it was like a prominent leftist who said they thought that abortion would be a would be a catalyst for civil war, well, not unlike slavery. Was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so so now you have with this is this is interesting with Lindsey Graham pushing for a national fifteen mm-hmm. week abortion ban, which only really helps the Democrats. But imagine if it has no impact. Imagine if Republicans still win, and according to conservative brief, win better than anyone expected. The left is going to be like, okay, now they're going to nationally ban abortion. Yo, someone just got shot for being pro life. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? If the Republicans win in the midterms, Joe Biden will say, I'll veto it. Trump will then say, if you elect me in 2024, the first thing I will sign is the 15-week abortion ban. And then they're going to be screaming and smashing everything, which will only make their chances of winning worse. I think it should be a states' rights issue. I think yeah, I agree. I think it should stay there. It is a states' rights it issue. It is a states' rights rights issue. Yeah, that's right. And Amazing. So, and now we're moving back into an era of potential civil war where there's a states' rights issue around, right. well, around the right it, to it's life. Always, it's always a states' rights issue. Yeah. That's always, uh, that's something that we come up against a fair well, Everything should be a states' rights issue. Yeah. Well, everything should be not decentralized. Everything. everything. Not everything. everything. We on, do have on. a constitution, so a lot of stuff 90%. isn't. But for, for uh, someone like Seamus, for instance, he thinks it should be banned federally because it's murder. I'm sure most conservatives probably think actually it's murder and it shouldn't be allowed. And then the more like governmentally conservative libertarian types are like, let the states decide. But on the moral question, conservatives outright are like, no, murder shouldn't be allowed, period. Mm-hmm. So we're moving into this similar territory to the first civil war. I call it the first civil war, 20, where it's like the nation should ban the murder of babies and unborn babies are humans with unique DNA and, and should have a right to should have protections under the Constitution. Well, that heartbeat thing was fascinating. One side is saying no to that. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So, so you saw you saw they changed the definition of a heartbeat? They changed the definition of heartbeat. Yeah. And you know why they did? They did because of to back Stacey Abrams. That's right. They ch- no, this was, they changed it before she said that. Oh, really? Planned Parenthood changed the definition of, of heartbeat. Uh, they said that it's not a heartbeat; it's cardiac activity at six weeks. Oh well, they were saying that then, in 2017 as well, and then so was the she Atlantic. Came out and changed yeah, it. yeah. And the reason they did this is because of the heartbeat bills that are being passed. Right. Second yeah, they did that in 2017 in the Atlantic, and then in 2021, changed the definition. Well, they started talking about what cardiac activity actually means, and, and then the goal Planned is, Parenthood did blogs about it in 2021. If as they well. pass a law that says once a heartbeat is detected, you can't get an abortion, they're going to all say, the media yeah. comes out and says not a heartbeat. Well, that's you know that's what it's been with so many things. You know, I feel like we should have a running glossary of words that have been changed to suit the Biden administration, from heartbeat to recession uh, to vaccine efficacy. You know, like all of these various things. Um, we used to know what the words mean. They to keep being changed in itself. Right. The, yeah, the word the entire, was changed. The Isn't word that was changed. Nuts that our entire language can just mean something different if people it, in charge want it to. Well, it they just they, change they, the it definition. Doesn't. They get a, they get a bunch of people to back it, and then when you're standing over here, standing literally on the word, which reminds me of that old gospel song from the seventies. Um, when you're over here standing on the word, and they're telling you the words that you're standing on have now been altered to suit their own political machinations you know to suit their their political needs it's a very disconcerting to look at it and you know and say like i thought this word meant x and now it means something else to everybody else i've got to give people some good news though okay we can't all just wallow in self-pity and and fear the new york post reports nancy pelosi booed in guest appearance at New York City's Global Citizen Music Festival. I That's think, right. though, Tim, the part that you're missing is where they're about to change the word, the meaning of the word booed. That's right. Yes. That's to me, <laughs> really, really loved it. Everybody you know? knows boo means to, to show enthusiasm. For something. Yeah. Right. I was saying boo words. So Nancy Pelosi comes out on they stage. They were all saying boo words. Nancy yes. Pelosi comes out on stage in the, the liberal stronghold of New York City, and the crowd goes nuts, screaming. Mm. The video's hilarious because a guy's like, it's Nancy Pelosi. Why is everybody booing? Serious. So, and so, everyone's so, like, boo. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, but the best part was like, you can hear some of the women booing and it's very high pitched. Like, boo. Boo. And I'm like, everyone is really, the boo. You, yeah. you can really hear the tones here. It, yeah. Now, this is good news. Look, World it's because this should be kind of a white pill in that everybody hates Nancy Pelosi. So that at least there's that. Like, what if everything ends with the left and the right holding hands and singing about how much they hate <laughs> yes. Chuck Schumer, Pelosi, mm-hmm. Nadler? Yeah, I think that people really dislike oligarchy and oligarchs in control of our government. It's not even who. It's if an oligarch gets in there or someone gets in there and then becomes an oligarch. Like, she's been, well, allegedly making all sorts of money off stock trades. I've never seen the data to prove it, but this is what I've heard. 
We don't want people like that. I don't want people like that in charge. They're going to sell us the country for She makes profit. better stocks trades than Warren Buffett, than anyone else in the world, Ian. How can you not see it? It's like, it's like the- Right the, in front the, of my face. It's right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing this video has honestly restored my faith in humanity. Seeing it, and, and then there's, a, there's an amazing photo of, of her co-host that went up on stage with her being like, hey, here's Nancy. And Nancy's kind of standing there like, holy cow, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> Getting a reality call as she's trying to push a climate change agenda and then everyone is just not having it so so seeing this absolutely shows you that that there is absolutely there's huge 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 are you lowering my volume no i'm not touching it <laughs> unpopular huge it, and i'm distracted by the huge <laughs> ginormous unpopularity That's when it right. comes to the current political establishment and it, it's something that i think we need to focus on well, and talk should. about more because the reality probably is a lot different than what we're getting on big tech social media that uh, that manipulates the algorithms here's here's what we'll do we will we will uh create an event called the we hate nancy pelosi festival all right you see hate mm. you said hate was a bad thing so you guys you guys are saying but i'm saying right now if everyone in the country hates nancy pelosi well then it could be unifying right exactly we could really all come love. together oh, that's her job and so, and so isn't wait, wait. she 84 so we should hey, <laughs> we should legit do a skit Look we gotta out. we gotta do a skit where it's like a guy in a maga hat and a guy mm-hmm. with like a pride flag and they're yelling at each other and then it's like oh you're nuts you support nancy pelosi and then the guy goes what i hate nancy pelosi and then the trump hat guy goes you hate nancy pelosi too yes i despise her Really? Me too. Really? Yeah. What about her? Don't you like? Oh, she's a corporate show. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Let's sit down for a second. And they sit down and they're drinking together and they become best friends and buddies for the rest of their lives and they die old. Remember her COVID haircut? That was the the best freezer packed with ice cream. I mean, that was so so tone deaf. It It was was unbelievable. It was was the capital city of the hunger. Yes. Yes. Everyone being like, my life is ruined. And she's like, look at my $20 ice cream. You're like, no, no, I can't work. I can't can't pay the bills. She had an entire freezer full of this stuff. It was like packed. She couldn't even fit her like emergency chicken in there or whatever. Like a thousand dollars worth of ice cream in her freezer. Yes. Oh my goodness, that was so horrible. And Biden was like, "I love ice cream too." This is a the, the Democratic Party represents like it's a capital city. And mm. then the corporate media. Trump had two scoops of ice cream. He's bad. Wow. Right. Amazing. And Biden's out there like with it dripping off his chin. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Do you think term limits would solve it? Like flat out solve no. this problem of oligarchs? I don't think so. <clears throat> the 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 issue isn't oligarchs. The issue is culture that people would vote for Nancy Pelosi. I know, but. Like, check, what are they voting for, actually? Just the name? I, I mean, they might. I mean, you. yes, I to a certain extent. I mean, people are used to outsourcing their political views to whatever seems most expedient. I don't think they're voting for her. I think they're going in and voting Democrat. Right. That's why I was saying a long time ago, remove Democrat, Republican from the from the ballot. So you don't know what party they're a part of. Also, first names, just initials. So you can't tell who's who at all. What? That would be interesting if oh, you have no the, idea the who you're voting is, for. <laughs> people go in and they go, Democrat, 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 or Republican, Republican, Republican. No, if you don't know who you're voting for, don't vote for them. Right, that makes so sense. So remove the party and just the names. And then and then you'll be looking at a bunch of names and you'll be like, I don't know. But that's what people do is they just like, they No, vote. they see the Democrat. And right. even in Pennsylvania, they had a thing for a while where you could just click Democrat and it would give all you the Democrats. You could pull the lever. Wow. You could just right. pull the, I had a politics teacher in high school, uh, Pat Reisnyder, and she talked about that. Just pull the lever. Just yeah, just pull the lever Democrat, all the way at the top. Done. I never voted in Pennsylvania. I only ever voted in New York. So I say we remove parties from the ballot so you'll just see names. What about for the primary? All, well, for the primary, you don't need a party on it anyway. It's, the, it's, the, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like... That should be open, I think. Do you think? We've talked about this before. Open I've, primaries I've been, are terrible. I've been no, thinking about it back and forth. 
Oh, I think open primaries are bad. Yeah. What is your thought? Uh, I've been wondering about it because in New York, I'm registered. I'm a registered Democrat, so that I can vote in the primary that has the most say over who ends up on the final ballot. Um, but then I can't vote in the Republican primary, which would be where I could vote for who I think should probably actually be in charge. Well, then you should register as a Republican. And I, and yeah, but then you don't have a say in the other side. So it's kind of like... The problem is when Democrats in open primaries sabotage or Republicans could do right, the same thing. Right. So that's not a good idea. Right. So pull off the D and the R, term limits, two terms, no. and we got to have open source voting machines because that's my most need, demoralized issue. Term limits are not term the issue. Limits, yeah. I can't stand like 10 term 85 year olds Ron that Paul? are like dripping. I mean... I would say Ron two terms and out if I could get the other well, 80 Ron people supported out. supported term limits, so. Exactly. He's a guy that would give up the power out of yeah. righteousness. I think the issue with term limits is you just create an industry that is it's a shadow industry where people will form committees to, to choose who's going to be the next person. They're yeah, but they have, to keep, they have to keep picking yeah. and choosing somebody, but, but at least the new person won't figure out the swamp fast enough in order to, of course, sell everyone down the river. Except that they'll have so, all the connections already pre-set the staff, up. But they, but they already have the connections. And you'd keep the... But they already yeah. have all then the Then you need term limits for staffers, too. You need term limits for, for all everybody. For term all limits for FBI agents, CIA yeah. agents. You work one year, you're out. Goodbye. Well, I don't know about one year. No, 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 no. One year, one year, one month. No, 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 no. That's have to go through intensive training. That's absolutely insane. The FBI should be walked in the door. They get a one-hour explanation for why what they do is bad, and then they're fired right away. Exactly. I like that. Mine was kind of a a one year. Well, yeah, one year, and then you get someone new in there, and then one year, and you get someone new, and then before they get all the training and figure it out, they're all out. When you get hired as an IRS agent, they walk you in, and you you listen to a seminar on why taxation is theft, and then they fire you yeah yep. <laughs> like, no like one will idea. do this <laughs> i'm open to it i'm open to term limits uh, but i i really we need open source voting machines I, I can't handle the the private proprietary voting machines anymore that's the most demoralizing yeah, thing that's crazy. The, to think that i go in and i cast my vote and then it goes to a machine that it's tallied in private and no one can see the code so you don't know if it's actually tallying it accurately like that just tear it tears me down and makes me like not that i don't want to vote but like i'm i'm okay, i feel Ian, hopeless did you vote in 2020 no you didn't? No. Oh, okay. Well, then. Yeah. I just told people to vote for. Well, so you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say. I wasn't registered at the time. I just moved. So vote. And it was vote in the, so make sure you're registered now. Vote in this election. And then if it turns out the place in which you vote uses proprietary voting machines, you can file a lawsuit because you'll have standing. And you'll say, I want to see the code because for all I know, it's a random number generator. And then you'll win. Someone okay. withstanding just needs to do it. So I guess if, if for that matter, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't necessarily know for sure, but I'd imagine if you did vote, you should have a right as a member of the public to see the code, to know how the machine works. I was told a story a long time ago to Chicago where a guy got, got a speeding ticket and he subpoenaed the code for the radar gun. And he told the judge, for all I know, it's a random number generator. He, the, the, you, have to prove, oh, interesting. you have to prove to the court it actually tracks your speed and how, it, how it's mm -hmm. done. And, the, and the, the, the company apparently was like, this is proprietary and you, you can't have it. And they were like, no, it's used in the public and it negatively yeah. impacts people's lives. And so he actually got it released. And then I think he had to pay the ticket or something. Okay. So it wasn't random? It was not a random number generator. Mm. No, it actually works. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uses radar, you know, bounces. I off always and, check that when I'm like driving by something and it has your speed thing on it. And it's not always right. Yeah. I but guess, I mean, I don't know where the camera is or whatever. But that's the, the point, right? How do we know any of these voting machines do what they say they do unless the code is released to the public? So if you voted and you're concerned, just you file a lawsuit as per the public's right to know what these machines do and how they do it. 
it's interesting because it you know having it be proprietary and third party seems messed up but also having an entire government agency dedicated to creating voting machines would seem messed up so maybe we should just have paper ballots and count them. Geez, that's even more. I feel like yeah. that's even more messed up. Like paper I just, ballots. Everybody and hands their box to a guy who goes into a back room. Is like, yeah, it's uh, no, seventy four thirty one. Whoa, 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 whoa! They count them in Trust a big me. open. They count them in a yeah, big open room where, where everyone's watching on camera. Yeah, kind of. I, I like. kind of like that. I but like, like how many is that like 10,000 hours ballots. of footage that no yes. one, one no one person oh is someone's gonna watch it oh come on dude like, what do you think you're gonna do <laughs> just watch it like just live well, stream it people I mean, would watch it all over the world like if someone's standing at a computer and then there's 50 people behind them and they made people stand far away to watch too this last time yep. right what was it would, Arizona if, I think if they push a button that. on the computer how do you know that they're that they're doing it accurately you don't exactly so it's like I well, just you know what we're coming up to what we're coming up they write down the number and then hand the sheet to to someone else what we're coming up against, they, too, they check is the, the, numbers and then confirm we, we should, is the issue of trust, get, we, right? I mean, at a certain point, we have to be able to trust each other. Or have trustless systems. I, I think it's better. But civil what, is it, what would a trustless it, system even look like? But, but just Where really a button quick, gets pushed I, I, and then the tally happens and you see all the math. It's going to be a lot easier for everyone just to pick their, their warlord and just to have a suggestion box. I the mean, suggestion box for the warlord? Exactly. I'd like my dictator to know. The warlord will pick up a card, look at it, and then say no. Next. Exactly. And that would be better off probably than what we have right now, in my opinion. Well, like with crypto, I can't like send you data and then you don't get it I, like i you get it or i know oh, yeah. that it goes so like no, they're talking about doing we're happening they're talking it. about doing crypto-based voting in africa and i think some uh, local jurisdictions have already implemented it where everything is on the blockchain people are able to see the receipts people are able to see everything coming back moving back and forward and um that's that i was at an african bitcoin conference in nigeria that was actually implementing this in local regions so there is a possibility of implementing this kind of open source free technology with all the receipts all the transactions with a public blockchain that i think would be worth looking into uh but essentially with how corrupted our political system of suggestion boxes almost the same in my opinion let's talk about the future of this country it is often said that california is about five years ahead of the rest of the country nationally well i give you the story from the hill california first state to ban natural gas heaters and furnaces quote while this strategy will clean the air for all californians it will also lead to reduced emissions in the many low-income and disadvantaged communities that experience greater levels of persistent air pollution. Ah, it's for the poor people that you Aww. can't have heat anymore. Okay. Poor people don't need heat. Yeah, no. I right? Mean, yeah. True. I mean. Science. Yeah, poverty generates energy. Right. So they're just naturally warm. <laughs> you know, plus I think they probably already have tools they can create fire. This always, this kind of stuff always reminds me of, um, I always forget too what play it is. What play is it? Anyway, it's uh, it's Chekhov and the three sisters. What's his name? I have it right Anton here. Anton Chekhov. Yeah, and he's saying, uh, he's saying, ah, it's Uncle Vanya. Oh yeah, it's Uncle Vanya. It's Uncle Vanya, and he's talking about the trees and why do the peasants always burn down the trees? You know, and he's like, ah, why yes. is this? Why do the peasants need to burn down the trees? Can't they just use peat? They can pick it up off the ground and burn that. And of course, burning peat is a much dirtier. Um, it's a much dirtier source. The smoke is worse and all of that. Um, but we're constantly trying to tell everybody how they need to heat their homes, how they need to, you know, move around, all of this. So, so they it's ban, unreasonable. They ban gas cars. Mm -hmm. They're banning natural gas heaters. Mm -hmm. So everything's going to be electric. 
everything's going to be electric. It's going to collapse. Well, first of all, it already is collapsing. (laughs) And then already, I mean, you saw this. We talked about this. And uh, then they tell you that you can't charge your cars. Right. So it's all what what the end result is, is going to be controlling your movement. It It controls. What it really is, is artificial scarcity. This is done in order to control populations. As you're limiting energy, you limit also almost everything else in someone's life and society. You're also able to limit their food, their travel, and their progression. And any kind of upward economic mobility has been robbed and stripped away from the average American. As of course, we're all told we're doing it for the right causes. We're doing it as the people literally causing the most amount of pollution in this world are are, are flying around in their private jets and, and swimming around in their yachts and living in their mansions. Why aren't they restricted? If this was really truly about helping the environment, maybe the over consumers, maybe the richest people in this world, maybe the people who have way too much would have been dealt with in a truly communistic kind of system if we're going by their rules and laws, but we're not doing any of that. Artificial we're punishing the poorest people and, and creating some of the poorest people in this world. And what this is, is exactly artificial scarcity to predominantly bring in more controls by governments that want to run you know, every aspect of your life. But so, they so the know. Teslas have cell connectivity and it's going to be funny in what, five years when you're going to be in your garage and there's going to be a notice saying not charging on your Tesla or electric car. You're going to sit down and you're going to be like, I only have 30% battery. I can't go anywhere. And it's like governor's orders, emergency grid right. lockdown, your, your, your car's not charging. So then what people will do is they're going to get Faraday cages. You're going to try in like airplane mode. You can't airplane mode the car. The car mm-hmm. always have the connectivity. So people will be like, oh, they'll the Faraday cage. So the internet can't tell it what to do. You're going to go into your car and it's going to be like, no connectivity, can't charge. Mm-hmm. It's going to connect to the internet to charge your vehicle. Yeah, that's going to do that. Yep. And it's just going to keep you where you are. That's and then they're going to tell planning. you what food that yeah, you can eat and everything. Yeah, well, it's no, really oh, very No, I'm talking about central planning. Insidious. You're going to get in your car. It's going to be charged. And you're going to punch in the address for your work. You're going to pull out, get onto the road. And then all of a sudden, it's going to turn. The, the lights in the car will turn red. And then the car will just start driving. And it'll be like, warrant, warrant submitted for Ian Crossland driving to 5th Precinct. And you're going to go, what? And it's like warrant for excessive energy use. Or it's, you just, or it's just going to say that you can go to work and you can't go anywhere else. But it'll drive you. I'm saying, I'm saying when you get criminally charged, it'll drive you to the police oh, and lock your completely car. Completely yeah. antithetical yeah. to the United States, the Constitution of freedom of, of yes. property, freedom of speech, freedom of access. Like, I don't know. Really That's why they're access, trying to get rid of it. It just doesn't make I mean, the guy, the government's got to understand that centrally trying to centrally plan people's lives is not good. The Soviet Union did that and collapsed. But they think they're doing it for altruistic reasons. They think they're doing it to help us so, so that they can no go one to French Laundry overpopulation. No one accuses these people of being smart. On. Do you think that overpopulation is actually a threat? Yes. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Really? The science and data prove it's not. Like overpopulation of deer, for instance, aren't is we obviously below, a threat. Aren't we below replacement rate right now? Yes. yes. The issue is the density of cities. So, but I that think, was okay. But the density of cities was already part of the sustainable movement. Was to like get more people into cities. That's a terrible idea because it creates it generates massive waste that can't be washed away. But it also, I mean, there are ways to. There are these like living machines. Have you guys heard about this? That like pods? it's like they're not they're not pods. Bugs. No, it's not bugs. It's like an entire flora system that it's not a composting toilet. It's like the next step from a composting toilet. It's like the next step up. Anyway. It's a toilet? It's not a toilet. It's a whole system. It's a living machine. And it takes all of the waste and it turns it into like a big garden kind of thing. And you can put these in apartment buildings. 
that you turn into cities. So you have like massive apartment building cities that have zero um, carbon footprint. They produce no waste because it all goes through these living machines. Anyway, it does this whole thing. But so my point is, if massive growth of cities, which to a certain extent is part of a sustainable idea, is a failure as well, why isn't it apparent that like we haven't come up with the right idea yet? Right. So why are we continuously enforcing these ideas that have not been proven out? We need to live like they lived in Avatar, you know? And I'll just I didn't see that live movie. under trees and hold hands and rock back and forth. Oh, right. Yeah, but I think that they're afraid of zoonotic disease or the humans are destroyed because they have, in one way, they're like, cities are grossly overpopulated. Mm-hmm. But secondly, they're like, we need people in mega cities because we don't want them to disrupt right. the, eco- the like environment. There was like the 2050 city. Remember that? The like 2050 city was a thing before the 2035 no car thing. They're continuously coming up with these ideas. So like... They're afraid that humans are going to poison the earth, so instead they're going to try and force them into large cities that are poisoning, poisoning. the earth. Yes, a lot of the policies that you're seeing done in the name of climate change are creating more climate change, especially when it comes to you know limiting energy, shooting uh, you know down nuclear reactors, getting rid of of you know energy that could be explored that that could be produced. There's there's been domestic policies in Europe in the United States that deliberately hinder energy to the people. Energy is correlated with economic prosperity, and and this is to me done deliberately. People call it the Great Reset. People call it the Great Collapse. I think there are far larger consequences to this than than the average person even kind of understands or could even comprehend here. So 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 if you look at a lot of these policies, a lot of them are correlated with more pollution, more disastrous uh, you know situations for the poorest people in the world. I was thinking of that that wall, the wall, and that where Saudi Saudi Arabia or UAE somewhere they want to build this large city. Oh, the line. The, the line. The line. The line. And maybe it's nonsense. they're thinking that it's defensible. If chaos were to erupt on Earth and there was a global war, that the large cities, mega cities, we could defend them with air support. We know where everyone is. And chaos is dangerous. But like the realistic thing is if everything's concentrated in one area, then it's a bombing target. And it so, also seems really disgusting and horrible. And like yeah. you'd be trapped because it would yeah, be a walled like, city. Like that's that's such regression. We used to have like Paris was a walled city, you know. I don't think we need a walled city. Yeah, you can't go outside. You you can't be freed. You can't yeah, be in nature. Can't, like, you, you, you can't, can't escape the prison the that yeah. they're literally building for you. And in, in many cities, well, there's already... But, but only poor people. Yeah, you exactly. Know, it's, all, it's all of them. Yeah, yeah. Bill, well, because everybody else has their own Warren way Warren and, and Zuck and... and, and, and they're they're going to have their spaceships. They're going to have their Elysium in the sky. They're going to have their private then, island up it, in the sky. It feels yeah. like the, this technocratic obsession with order is like a video game like they think it's going to work like a video game but people are chaotic by nature people are chaotic and that's that's how we are that's how humans and monkeys have always been Mm -hmm. we rip and tear and grow and die and and so i don't understand what these what these vidiots are are intending what the what this technological generation thinks these are these are also the people people they want there to be 500 million people and so they are working towards making less people these are also the same people, though, that would have you believe that Native Americans were peaceful and didn't, you know, they would like infantilize indigenous populations and say that they had no, none of the kind of impulses that modern man has. You know, that's crazy, too. 
Yeah, we were talking about that a couple yeah. days ago on the show. Uh, I think I think we, we had an uh, interesting conversation about that as well. There's, there's a lot of things that we don't know, especially when it comes to history. I, th I think, you know, if you think the news is fake, wait until you find out about history. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you really examine who's telling us these kind of narratives. You kind of have to ask yourself, why are we being told these specific things? Why is this being reiterated to us? And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I think it's a lot of it is to weaken the human spirit, the human will. And I think large you know, trying to understand it. I, I, I think it, it's difficult for many people because it's impossible to get into the mind of someone who might be a sociopath or someone who uh, truly is a part of maybe a, a larger energetic demonic world out there. So there's all potentials out here. It's not worth speculating, but it is worth documenting the, the, the things that they do and the effects that they have on humanity. And you cannot argue that within the last three years, all the centralized policies have wrecked havoc on the average human being. We have destroyed our way of life. We have destroyed our physical health, our mental health, our intelligence, our, our ability to have family members to procreate and live life here on this human planet. We've destroyed all of that because we have given authority to the government. And I think the more that the government exists, the more that they do, the more that the average human being lives in havoc. The I less government people... does, the less havoc we have. And I think this is why, you know, one of the answers is decentralization. I mean, I think in a lot of cases, everything that you're saying about, you know, how we did that, um, I think a lot of it was not people giving the authority, but having the authority taken. And us just looking at it like, oh my goodness, they're they're doing this, they're taking this. I think that we were relatively complacent about the luxury of our lifestyles, about our ability to move and exist freely, say what we think, you know, have seek the medical treatment that we think is appropriate, all of this. And I think that a lot of us, I know that I was, um, despite everything, sort of shocked to see how the government just came in and obliterated our rights and just completely took them away, started lying to us about everything, right? I mean, if we've We've talked about this, you know, like stay in your homes, don't go to work. You're you're massively germy, except if you're protesting black trans lives in front of the Brooklyn Museum, then it's fine. And it was just so shocking to be lied to consistently and to be told that those lies were truth. And you're just standing there with your mouth wide open in shock to be told this after here you thought you were in a democratic system with... Um, good values where we all agreed on the Bill of Rights and then just to have it squashed. I mean, I don't think that we necessarily gave the authority to do all of this to the government. I think it was taken and we were stunned because we didn't expect it. And I think you can look at that in a number of areas of American life, including education. So I talked to a lot of people who are education activists, particularly conservatives and parents who realized only during, you know, we only really realized during the pandemic when school came home and it turned out to be trash, what was being done to our kids, you know, that this indoctrination was already in there. It had been in there for years. It wasn't new. It was it, the only reason it's in the news now is because it has been realized. So people trusted all of these systems. We trusted our institutions. We trusted our, you know, government to a large degree only to find out that they were deceiving us Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Successfully. And then the people that sat by and said nothing or did nothing while it happened are, I think Martin Luther King would say, was it that the, the, the evil will come from the men that see evil and do nothing right. or say nothing? I had some weird quote like that. Right. A lot of people just went along with it. We're All like, that is required for evil to triumph is that good men do nothing. Right. Yeah. And, so, and if you don't even quote? see it, if it you don't King. see it happening, oh, you know, if it has been so, if that evil has been so successfully obfuscated, then you're just stunned when you, when you realize that it's... Edmund all Burke. around you. Ooh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, the, the term to. expert. That that is the way to obfuscate mm-hmm. evil for sure. Because if you tell or tell someone that an expert is claimed or an expert's here now, I appeal mean, to you, authority. Yeah, I generally want to listen to people that are right. experts at what they do, but it doesn't mean that they're right. Right. And the siloing of information, I think, was a problem. You when you go to school, um, it used to be when you go to school, you you could become a generalist. You know, the idea was that you would know a little bit about everything, and this was a good thing. Yeah. And now they're still, you know, they're like, oh, career classes in middle school, and it's like you don't need that. Yeah, the yeah. last thing you need is a career class. What you need is an art class and a science class, and like and like what doctors what, need is a health class as well, like like a food well, a food health class and a medicine health class. I just want to add to your Barry point Weiss's, here. Uh, I just want to add to your point here because you talked about a little bit of the censorship, and I do believe if it was wasn't for the censorship, the lockdowns, the mandates, the ridiculousness, the punishing of individuals would have not lasted as long as it has. But because of the centralization of our information and our thoughts through big tech social media algorithms, I think it was the only reason why they were able to get away with so much atrocities, with so much bullcrap against the average human being. So so I just wanted to kind of uh, talk about that point that you made and, and, and point it out as one of the biggest factors to why humanity went along with this lunacy because they didn't know that there was an another alternative, another option, or that the science true. was even debated or, or, or talked about. I think that's exactly right. They called it misinformation. They would ban you, censor you, get you fired. Doctors Literally fired, get censored. you fired, you know, from your job. Suddenly you can't feed your family. We see this all over the place. It's And it, I think it was shocking to a certain extent. Um, I mean, it's good that we're aware of it now. The but question. It, I mean, the price we paid is huge. The real question that we needs to be asked that nobody wants to ask is, are the people running these programs people or are they aliens? That's right. My son was asking me that the other day. He's like, mom, what if we're the aliens? And I was like, oh. That's panspermia. What if aliens, what What if we started the SETI project and we send out, was it Voyager with that golden disc? Is that what had it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, the record. The record on it? Mm-hmm. What if aliens found it? And they were like, these people are so dumb. And then they came here and they were like, we're, we're in control now. What if they found it and they were like, these people are so intelligent, we just can't possibly go to that quadrant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are definitely afraid of the unknown. And if you can't see what the virus, then that's a way to scare people. Like if you see the lion charging through the city, you at least know what to fear. And if the lion gets killed, everyone knows the danger's over. But if you can't see it, I mean, if aliens want to get us, they'll be like, LOL, let's give them an invisible threat. Mm. It just feels like everything we saw over the lockdowns was like, a test. Can't will yes. will people yeah. like will will you pull up into a parking lot and inject a foreign substance into your arm from a stranger? Now, like I understand that you trust the people on the TV box when he says go to your local Seven Eleven parking lot, but I kept telling people like please don't do that. Please go to a doctor because like we don't want to normalize a culture of like walking up to a random person and being like yes, inject me with that. Like, <laughs> want to go to a doctor? <laughs> ask the doctor. 
let them figure it out and not and doctors aren't always right or whatever but the point is like you're safest there as opposed to the guy at the 7-Eleven parking lot this is lot. not a dead show don't just take what the man offers you isn't that crazy though yes, it's crazy. I feel like you know uh, taking crazy pills Ian's yeah. confused well I'm thinking like, Ian's like, like wait isn't it a if you go to a dude and he injects you he's drugging you maybe mm-hmm. they don't use that phrase because the guy might be considered a doctor and it's supposed to be a healthy thing he's putting your arm but it's still he's still drugging you with a drug that could be good for you you don't know mm-hmm. you just you know, you look you get a prescription from a doctor you go to a doctor you, like this is what I was telling people like, go to your doctor say like here's my history here's my risk factors and let them tell you what's right or not you don't want to like imagine I'll tell you this let's say you're, I love using the plumbing analogy let's say your toilet bursts like just just crap everywhere and it's a mess and there's water spraying all over the place and then bits are flown on the floor and Awful. the cat's oh, stepping Keep going. in oh, this is good oh, and then, so, so imagine you decide I gotta get this fixed so you pull into a 7-Eleven parking lot where there's a random guy and you say hey come fix my toilet Perfect. Is that that makes no sense? No, you call a plumber. But you might. Do but before it. you do, he, he had a plunger, so he must have been good at what he did because he had a plunger. Because he had a plunger. That's why it's just we 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 normalize this, and it's just absolutely insane to me that there were people. But it, I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll slow down. It feels like. At, at the very least, we collected some great data. Yeah, people <laughs> are willing to drive up to a random parking lot in a place they've not been. And let a strange person inject them with it, a foreign substance. The last under penalty 17. of losing their jobs. No, 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 no. No, if you, you were, mean if the other people. <laughs> if you were ordered to get a vaccine by your job, you uh-huh. could call your doctor right. up and say, "Here's my age, here's my risk factors. Tell me what to do, doc." That mm-hmm. I think is acceptable. But in any circumstance, walking into a parking lot and being like, "Howdy, stranger, right here," that's nuts. Twenty yeah, years. That is crazy. The last twenty years have been like the the awakening of the American people. This great red pilling where we're seeing some people haven't woken up yet, or maybe never will. But a lot of people, COVID had to happen to them. They had to be smacked down by authoritarian nightmare to to realize what an authoritarian nightmare is. Some people saw the data in two thousand seven and were like, "Whoa, there weren't weapons of mass destruction in Iraq." holy crap, why are we still in Afghanistan in 2011? What's this Trans-Pacific Partnership? What's this investor state dispute settlement that wants to sell us out to Malaysian oil companies? This What's this corporatization of the world? And they're, they woke up and they're alive. They're talking about it. But a lot just, of people are still in that process. And a lot of those people got the jab I without wanna, questioning it. I just want to point out that once we reach two thousand dollars in super chats, Luke is going to down this whole tube. <laughs> Hell no! Of home. No way! <laughs> no way. All right, Ian is going to no. down this no. whole tube. No. No. All right, all right. Libby okay. will down no. this whole. T- uh, nobody wants to eat the icing. Come that's on. gross. Yeah. Listen, that's not icing. That that's called from? poison. We I will these say, huge so tubes. Gross. Look at this. If that was oh, buttercream, I would eat a bunch of it. Pork. But no, it's not buttercream. No, 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 no. It's, it's not that bad. It's palm oil. But it's not buttercream. It's sugar and palm oil. No. High fructose corn syrup and inflammatory oils. No, thank you. We could all cut off a little bit it of organic butter. disgusting. Maybe to celebrate. Wait, I would like eat organic, quart. but I am yeah. He's like of, a, trying like, to push your white goo on everyone, Tim. It's like, no, it's like a pint. I think we have like a quart of icing oh right here with gosh. these two things. But you Holy have crap. to make those gingerbread castles with them. Yeah, Somebody sent that. us these gingerbread boxes like two years ago, and they're expired. And I cracked them open, and those icings were in it. And I was like, all right, who's going to slam one of these on the show? No, we have to make the gingerbread houses. That's what you have to do. Yeah, or use it as glue or something. Do you eat gingerbread houses? Like, you're supposed to actually eat them? Uh, Not if you're really. desperate, you can. Yeah. If you're desperate. Yeah. Like, you don't I have used, to. Think about that as an American. Like, I used excess food to make a structure that I'm not going to eat. That's just so a for decoration. It's a food structure. That's so weird. I, I don't like food structure. All right, let's let's. So now that we've done a weird a weird break in the hard politics, we're going to segue to this story. Oh boy! From Yahoo Entertainment, Alec Baldwin may soon be criminally charged in Russ shooting. New letter shows we got him. We got it, boys. We finally got him. 
Can't believe how long it's been. Dun, dun, dun. I was worried he was going to get away with it. I heard he was like locking up his house and everything. His $29 million house. Oh my goodness. Like, he can't, didn't he just have a baby? Didn't his yeah, wife seven, just can't have a baby? keep getting away with it. Apparently he can. And it is the shooting of, God rest her soul, Helena Hutchins. Yes. Who correct. lost her life on set after Alex. Accidentally. Alex? Alex? Alec? Alec. Alec What's his name? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, inadvertently, we should say. Allegedly, yeah. inadvertently. Look at this. Fired a bullet. D.A. Mary Carmick Altwise filed an emergency request for 635,500 funds. She says are necessary to prosecute up to four people in connection with the accident. The LA Times obtained a letter in which Carmick Altwise lays out her office is considering homicide charges as well as gun violations. So we don't know for sure who those people are, but come on. Why would it not be Alec Baldwin? Homeboy is going to get criminally charged. We'll see what happens. They're going to give him a slap on the wrist still, but a homicide charge? Yo. My favorite, uh, we covered the story today. Um, Josh Young wrote it for us. My favorite part was when he said, it says, um, no, no, Baldwin said, I would never point a gun and pull the tr- pull that trigger at them. Never. In August, an FBI analysis concluded that Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger of the gun <laughs> that killed cinematographer. Yeah, I think it's, uh, obviously, he pulled this trigger. Obviously, he did this thing, whether he intended to do it or not and then you saw the there's the video of him from set talking about um or showing like how he pulls the gun out and he said he didn't have his finger on the trigger and he does have this finger on the trigger he lied yeah he He did he lied he shot that lady and i think he can't handle it i think he can't handle that he did this thing i i said it way back when and i'll say it again i think he probably did it the simple solution is that he intentionally killed this woman and the conspiracy theory is that this weird Final Destination-esque thing occurred where he accidentally shot and killed her. Like, the, the crazy thing to me about the whole story is that, let's say the wrong person had the gun and then real bullets were accidentally put in it. Alec Baldwin still would have had to have pulled the trigger while mm-hmm. pointing it at her. Yeah. And so it's like, you can believe this thing happened where like the gun is like on the table and then someone like slams the door and it falls down, lands perfectly upright and the, 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 the whatever it's called, the revolver, the wheel comes mm-hmm. out and then bullets roll and fall and land in it perfectly and then it rolls over and closes and then someone right. picks it up and puts it back on the counter and then they open it and then hand it out. Like all those weird things could have happened, I guess. Anything crazy could happen. But you know, Alec Baldwin just killed a lady that he was presumably more likely. fighting yeah. with over what was going on in the set. I think someone hated Alec and loaded that gun behind everybody's back and then they just because they were so negligent on set no one checked it and then he went and he was play toying like he was an 11 year old kid like i want to kill her. and he's like fantasizing about killing her with an empty gun and then there's actually a bullet but so it. so here, here's I the, think here's that's the a thing pretty Ian. good the uh, issue with that is that it requires you to make up a circumstance that's yeah for sure that's the, 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 that's my, the most my, my scenario is that alec baldwin was seen in a meeting with her he was seen having dinner with her they were not friends he called her very aggressive and intense in a previous interview. There were problems on set. Those things are facts. So, so you think he meant to kill her? Yes. I th- what I think is that the most likely mm-hmm. outcome, maybe it's only 5%, but you know, for Ian's point that someone secretly loaded the gun, you're making up why. There's no evidence and no circumstance to support why someone would do that. Well, motive would be that they hated Alec Baldwin because he was such a horrible producer and the set was so grueling. People were unhappy. Then People why would, would they kill out. Helena? I don't think they knew what was going to happen. They were going to frame him for murder, basically. See, see, the problem with that is you're saying the crew was angry. That we know. So they put a real bullet in his gun, but that would end up injuring not Alec Baldwin. So it's like, perhaps you can assume the person who would have done that 
was reckless and also didn't care that they would kill an innocent person, yeah. I think that's a bigger leap than Alec Baldwin was fighting with a woman who was a crew member and the crew were having problems, so he shot her. So it, Ian's Ian's version though would do really well on something like Magnum PI. Yeah, let's write that's it. Right. Yeah. It be will be it will there will be a movie of the week about this right. in it 10 would to be 20 a terrific, years. Uh, it would be a terrific mystery. Well, so if this Jessica court case, Fletcher would figure it out. Okay. I don't know. I don't Murder know. Murder she wrote? Oh, okay. oh, never mind. With, if this, so if this goes to trial, then are they going to try and figure intent? Is that what this is all about? To figure out what the Depends intent is? Depends on what they charge him with. So I don't, I don't know, man. A lot of people were like, he's an actor. He was handed the gun. It's not his fault. And I'm like, do you think that matters? He's an actor. He's handed the gun. And it is his fault. Yeah. As well as the mm-hmm. producer's fault for not overseeing. And he's the it's the armorer's fault. Yeah. He's one of the like four or five producers. Yeah, yeah. All the producers might be on the hook for this. I wouldn't be surprised if they charged the armorer. Because she handed the gun to the assistant yeah, director, who I think the AD actually handed the gun to Alec, and he wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to have his hands on that gun. Well, they were also struggling with production, and people were complaining on set that the, the film wasn't budgeted correctly, and a lot of the staff were asking for a proper budget for the movie. So there was you know, a lot of disputes, a lot of arguments. What really happened here? I don't know. Only um, one person should be criminally charged, and that's Alec Baldwin. Yeah. If someone hands you a gun for any reason, and you point it at another person pull the hammer back, and then pull the trigger, or you've already got the trigger depressed, you shot that person. It's crazy to me that there's like, the liberals are arguing, the left is arguing, that because he's an actor, he's in some special privileged class. And I'm like, I I don't know, I don't know, that makes no sense to me. I don't care if you're an actor or not. If like, someone's like, we're doing a stunt, and I'm gonna give you a sledgehammer, but don't actually, you know, swing it at my face. And then you do, it's like, (laughs) you hit him in the face with a sledgehammer. If they had waivers signed, and it was like, hey, we're gonna be swinging sledgehammers, everyone's saying if something happens to me, then the production's not responsible, because we don't know it's very risky, and they know the risk ahead of time, and someone gets killed, that's a different story. Perhaps. I don't know if that's a different, I I don't know that you could, uh, like give it, up it, your it, liability for getting killed. Do you know but, what but, I mean? But like, it, it's a, it's a but stretch. But it is a fair but, point yeah. that Helena Hutchins knew he would be pointing the gun at her and she chose to be there under those circumstances. So that, that probably does put it more simply in, in, as in, in, into an accidental space. Mm-hmm. Like the sledgehammer thing could work, but if you're like doing a magic trick where you're supposed to swing a sledgehammer at someone and they escape before you hit them and then they get hit, well, in that case, like you, the person with the sledgehammer, were telling them to do it. And apparently... They're saying on, on the film, Helena Hutchins is telling Alec Baldwin to pull the trigger. Oh, so. wow. Well, she's like telling him. Point at this point like, here. Get the shot, get shot. the shot, get the shot. And Alec is getting frustrated and frustrated or something. And then he finally goes off and hits her. Mm-hmm. I so, can like see it happening. It's so crazy. It's just but, such but, a casual thing that could go wrong, which is why gun safety is so important. But that's the thing. You know? Like they shouldn't use real guns. No, they shouldn't use real guns. I, I was working on a show once, a play and we had a shotgun in the play and we were using a real gun but there were no bullets on set anywhere but it was still like super intense um and a big deal if you were handling the gun you know there were like intensive rules about if you were handling handling the gun even though there were no bullets anywhere you know on set at all yeah there were supposedly no live rounds on set for this movie right. too is whatever we didn't told. have like not only no we had nothing nothing ever went in the gun but like it we were so careful with that thing. I just, I just want to yeah. point this out. In the Yahoo Entertainment story, it ends by saying this. More. Alec Baldwin feared he would be killed by Trump supporters over Russ shooting. It's not a link. Uh, I don't politicize this no, 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 What does that mean? There's no link there. Do a little Google just, search of that. They just, what is that? They just added this to the end of the story like, oh, as an aside, Trump supporters were going to kill him. He thinks. Nuts. Why would to... they put that at the bottom of the story? <laughs> Maybe he was in the car with that guy in North Dakota. You know, he's like him and that guy are super tight. Apparently, totally. oh, man, did you see that SNL is like 
they think it's going to end. Oh, let's talk about it. Really? Well, they lost eight members. Why? Because the show's garbage. So they have their first, but they have their first non-binary member. So uh, obviously, it's going to do amazing right now. Okay. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Edie, what's her name? Is left the show. They're like eighty. Eighty. Pete Davidson, Kate McKenna. Oh, really? But didn't they? Kyle just, Mooney. They were like building Shout out Kyle with her, Mooney. right? They were like building with Eighty Bryant. They really. Oh, they had. Oh, yeah. Working they had on, a feature player quit yeah. too. So yeah. they had eight people drop out. I don't know exactly what happened, but here's the issue: you used to have like f- three or four channels. What was that? You'd have like three or four <laughs> channels. That was. Squeaky. And you you turn on the nightly sh- the night show or whatever late night show or whatever. And then on Saturday, it's SNL. Everybody watched it because that was what to watch on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a million channels. You've got a million influencers. You've got all these different videos. And what, what's going on? What? I don't know. Is that me? Not me. It's not is it. that weird noise? It's not it. Did you hear Look, what that? Are you doing? Anyway, the point is, SNL doesn't matter anymore because yeah. there's, two, there's on-demand video. You can watch mm-hmm. it anytime. They should just call it NL. They should just do sketch comedy. Just L, just live. They, they should make a YouTube channel where they randomly just upload yes, sketch comedy. That is That's exactly it. what they yeah. should do. The, forget go. the Saturday night thing. It's grueling for the actors anyway. They all know it's like boot camp. That, Plus that, it's not funny. Yeah. It's stret. It's like they're, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. watch it anymore. To be no, honest. I haven't watched it in years and years. I've seen some real painful sketches. I think Kyle Mooney's a genius. I love I've the guy. I've rewatched more Monty Python than I've watched. Yeah, comedy Any should be free, and, and it should be a critique of our society. But now our our society can't be critiqued. We can't laugh at certain ideas. We can't laugh at certain hot button issues, which defeats the whole purpose of comedy. Which of course it was kind of a, a a tool in society that made things easy, that that made people laugh, that that brought people together. And and I think the way that society is is really being pushed into this this really negative way that that comedy isn't allowed and, and SNL being off the air and, and potentially losing its en- entire show, uh, I think highlights this. We used to be able to laugh at other people's suffering, which is kind of horrible to think of, but that was like a big part of freedom is you're allowed to make fun of whoever you want. And this moral police of today, even like in Canada, like you might even get arrested for doing it sometimes for making people uncomfortable or whatever. Justin Trudeau. Well, uh, no, 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 no. If like you make them uncomfortable by saying naughty words, perhaps. But if you make them uncomfortable by wearing big old fake novelty size. Yeah, and now we're then talking. You're, then you're, you're accepted. So, you could do whatever you want. I, as as you got these things on. I personally don't like making fun of other people's pain i don't like doing it personally I, th- I see someone do it to someone else i find it derogatory and hateful i'm like well, i don't like that but that's comedy man that's the history of it and you know damn be the consequences i guess maybe but if you're think? able to laugh at, at something difficult in life you're you're able to of course turn it around from being something so negative so a, a lot of the times we deal with something very serious we deal that something that's that's imp- impacting us Laughing at it, even though it might be something that, that hurts you, a lot of the times helps a lot of people deal with a lot of the trauma in our society. Like COVID, people lost people with COVID. So if people were making jokes about that, like, oh, yeah, grandma in the hospital and doing a joke like 100 years ago. And then you do the whole too soon. Like, that's a meme. Is it too soon to joke about because it just happened? But like, you couldn't, I couldn't even speak out about the science of COVID while yeah. it was happening without getting banned off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Tim Trump, figured it out. Trump should start selling search, uh, shirts and hats that say the Great Reset. And it should be like, with my election in 2024, I'm going to reset the establishment. <laughs> We're going to change everything and go back, back to when it was great by resetting it. That way, all of the elites are forced to say the Great Reset is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, stop with the Great Reset. Stop with the Great Reset. But uh, Trump embraces. They'll just think reset. of a new PR name to, to brainwash everyone to go along. The, 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 the large. Again. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Restart. The large restart. The large yeah. restart. Yeah, just the, you know, the future enslavement. Yeah, that's another future way of you know, just, just saying it. You know? The you will own nothing and be happy. Just the future boot stomping on your face. Yeah, it's uh, totally trendy and cool. You know, totally. Yeah. I just I never understood the bug thing because chickens eat bugs. You know what I mean? It's like well, why, I, why can't you have chickens? I don't get it. Well, I think it's also why they're pushing for a meatless society. Why Bill Gates pushes this? PETA also just came out with a new push and call saying that if, if someone eats meat, you shouldn't have relations with them. That was their latest PR campaign. And yes. if you look at, you know, there, there there was also a new study that the New York Post actually talked about today, uh, highlighting specifically uh, people who are vegetarian and vegan are twice as likely to become depressed than people who eat meat. And I think, you know, a lot of this is correlated and I think they want you weak. They want you fat. They want you obese. They want you unhealthy. And this is a part of the larger agenda that is really about enslaving the rest of humanity. They also really want you to not have sex. Have you noticed that? Like yeah, so much want you of this kids, activism yeah. is against people having sex and having kids. And also Barack Obama blew up a bunch of kids. You know, like, right. what's going on there? You know, I think Seamus nailed it when he said, oh, you got to blow up kids. Too many of them. Too many of them. Vote for me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We got a lot of super. I'm chance. really excited to read Klaus Schwab's book. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop talking about. I'm it telling you, hey, you, you can thank those super chats because of me. Okay, <laughs> Is that that, what did that's, it, huh? that's what's correlated. Hey, you look at the top top chatted uh, top super chatted channels. What do they have in common? We do have a lot oh, of super right. chats tonight. Yeah, I appreciate your Luke. chest is looking great. You guys are welcome. Yeah, it's a nice shirt. <laughs> you got to lift and separate. You got to lift and separate. They're fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Separate. All right, let's go to super chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Be the notification. YouTube's been giving us some silly business, and people have been pointing out that they're not getting notifications. So. It's not surprising we're about a month out from the midterms and we're starting to get jammed up a little bit. So if you want to support us, share the videos, share the URL, post it wherever you can. Become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a spicy members only show. We're going to be talking about the conspiracy of the big titted Ontario teacher. It may be, it may be a hoax and we've got some new information to, to discuss. So uh, check that out and you can follow uh, the show, of course, at TimCast.IRL. But let's read some super chats. All right. What, what is this? Testers says, hey, Ian, did Big Daddy Biden get you some Trinidad Shabbat pressure yet? Or at least some better calf care? We poor Aussies will never see such wonderful things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's working on it, actually. I'll see him over Thanksgiving. Oh, what's this? This is good. We have uh, Ian Hall. He says, hi, YouTube caved. I got the notification today. <laughs> All amazing. Right. Thomas Levy says, is the amazing atheist still due for the show? I have oh. no idea. Sure, TJ. TJ. You know, I, I just don't know, I don't know what it is, but uh, every time there's a left personality, they, we struggle to do booking with them. It's either, you know, the last thing I talked to him about was he's, him saying he wanted to come on the show. He had to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We never figured it out. So maybe we'll, we'll get him on. I invited Hassan Piker on the show again. He just didn't respond. Uh, like, you know, it is what it is. 
I like TJ back in the day, 2007, when I was doing a lot of early YouTube stuff, he would, he was very critical of my work because I was stoned and, you know, just talking about consciousness like a crazy man. And he was very literal. And, but he was always like righteously critical. He'd be very harsh, very direct, but very honest. And like, he actually cared what I thought. I like, I love this is, CJ. Thank you. Hey, it's Casper says, leave it to Philip DeLefto to demonize Italy PM. That's weird because Phil was very libertarian. I watched the video. It didn't seem like he was calling her far right, but it wasn't, didn't seem like he was demonizing her. Did you see his video today? I haven't seen his video today, but he's pretty much like CNN light. He pretty much yeah. is just regurgitates the establishment and what they say, the corporate media agenda and narrative. He just pretty much copies and pastes it. It's like, it's like he lost his, his energy for the job and he's just like, just, I'm just, I'm just going to say what the corporate media says. No, 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 no. I don't think he's ever been a guy who fact checks. He's I always think so been somebody too, yeah. who like grabs the news, has someone write the blurbs, and then he says, here's what's being said. Exactly. The difference of what we do is that, you know, there'll be a story like Trump is a Russian asset, and then we'll be like, okay, where's that coming from? And then we'll come on the show and be like, how can that be if X, Y, and Z? Yeah, let's look at the evidence. Yeah. Let's see what they're saying. Let's see why they're saying it. Let's see if there's any actual validity to these rumors, and let's look at the sources. And, and I think... And, 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 and critically think. No one does that anymore. And, and the obvious reason that this show is just plainly better is that you know, Philip DeFranco is, is, he doesn't have the big bazungas that Luke Yeah, does. absolutely. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I'm watching you, yeah. Phil. He's another, I think he'd be great guest. He's a little plump. But oh, he I would be great. I, I would awesome. love to talk to him, I love him about the great. political ideas just to get a deep dive into his head, what he really believes in, what he really thinks, who he really is. Yeah. I think the last time I ever said anything to him was when that, uh, when, when Acosta tried grabbing the mic from that White House aide and then the left was claiming that she jerked it away from him and the right was claiming that he tried to grab it. Or no, no, he was holding the mic and she went to grab it. And then Acosta pulls his arm down, like jerking it away or whatever. And the left was saying that she tried grabbing from him. And the right was saying he tried pulling it away from her. And my attitude was just kind of like, why should it matter either way if the aide who is the, you know, the person giving out the mic says, give me the mic back and you don't do it. Mm -hmm. How is Acosta in any way, anything but the bad guy. But then he like messaged me like, do you really think that's what happened? And like, that's, that's the last thing I think. It may have been something last else. Last time I, I saw him was in a hotel room in uh, San Francisco for YouTube Live in 2008. Was it nine, 10, something like that? We talked about Zelda. No, oh. I think it was Ocarina of Time. Well, let's read some more. Dano says, uh, Dano, I'm not gay, but Luke knows how to sh sell a shirt. Damn right. <laughs> That's right. I'm desperate times call for de desperate measures. <laughs> That's right. Oh, did you guys hear that they're, uh, uh, Canada's ending the travel restrictions? Yes, yep, sure all of did. them. I want to go. So no. I've got a, I got a handful of people from Canada we want to invite down now. Do you, when is it ending? I don't know. I think officially it's already over. Oh, October wait, wait. first, but the U.S. still has them, don't they? No, it's October first that uh, you're going to be allowed to leave Canada. But to fly into the United States, you need a vaccine. I think it? it's by I airline, so. and I, I don't think it's mm. it's uh, being practiced. I will say, when the last time I was in Canada was a, like probably a year ago, and I needed a vaccine card to get in, but not to get out. We got and a I super chat here. I was driving. That, that's going to require a Polish fact check correction oh, we have from a, Luke. we have one here. and i'm and i'm hoping you i think luke will get it because he speaks polish i don't jt fire says lucia rydkowski was born lucia yeah that's so what's you. what's what's the correction if i'm if i'm not mistaken luke well my dead name is no i'm just <laughs> what, 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 what should it actually be what do you mean you're you're, you're you're yeah the feminine it's not form. a feminine for, yes, there is. for, for, for luke you're, you're, luca no, your last name how do you oh. say it 
Oh yeah, yeah, Rutkowska. That's right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You totally, How did you not get that? You I totally misgendered me. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing there? It's Lucia Rutkowska. Oh. Yeah, and is, is it just Polish that does that? Yes. I well, I think Russian. other countries. I think Russian other countries do that, that as well. Yeah, the A yeah. is replaced with the I usually. Yeah. That's so weird. It's like two different last names. Though. Yeah. That's why Russian novels are so confusing. Like oh, really? Piece. Yeah. Oh, because they say Ani. Yeah, and it just to be Lucia Rutkowska. Damn right. That's that's right. All right, let's see. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, last couple of months I noticed your move from not just preparing us, but towards positivity. It's like you reached out and laid your hand on the big brain Biden bug, then declared it's afraid. <laughs> yes. Something like nice that. Work. I just think there's a secret to life, and it's chickens. <laughs> They're phenomenal. He's hacked it. They're just, you get chickens, they make more of themselves, you eat their eggs. It's amazing. I had a dream that I was eating their eggs. Really? You eat eggs like all the time. I was going to fry it in the wa in the waffle griddle thing that we got. Oh, that sounds like Apparently a Apparently you do that with a little salt and it just... Really? Wait, what happens? Do you end up I haven't found out yet. Weird pocky eggs? Maybe. Weird. I tried, you know that egg you thing you showed me where like you put the you put the egg yeah. whites in and swirl it around? Yeah. I tried doing that. I failed. Uh, mm. What was it? What is that thing? You get, yeah, you, want to no, no. you get the egg white Hard and you kind of drip it into a pan that's like kind of hot and then it, it gets solid. You go like this with you the swirl pan. around. You get like a and so it spreads flat. out. And then you put the yolk on it and then you fold it over the white parts and you've got like a little egg frittata egg, egg. Frittata yeah. egg pocket. Why wouldn't you just fry an egg? Well, this gives you the raw yolk. I think you can then fry the yolk if you want. Well, no, it, it's, mm. it's like it's crispier. Oh, it's I like see. crispy on all sides. And you cr so it's like a fried egg if the white oh, part is just I'm going to make these tomorrow because then you can dip them in like ranch. Yeah. Stick like a toothpick in wow. it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they'll be like, that's Maybe great. hot sauce. I think it'd be better with hot sauce than ranch. Personally. Hot sauce and ranch. Maybe a little bit. Compromise. Hot ranch sauce? Yeah, hot all ranch right. sauce. That'd be good. DJ Zeno says, Timcast IRL featuring Libby Emmons and Luke's absolutely valid and acceptable bazungas. Damn right. Yes. <laughs> positivity. We just scream over, over Bob each other. That's right. Samarchik says, a couple weeks ago, I looked up the names of coming hurricanes. I saw Ian and said, oh-ish. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Hurricane Ian. I didn't know. You're manifesting it, Ian. I think I was. Your fault. I'm like, is God real? <laughs> That's what's going through Woke, my head right now. Woken Roland Fadari says, Timmy P, please ask Ian to call off his hurricane. That's right. <laughs> Quit I was, raining on my vacation. Stop it, disperse it and re-coagulate it over the Sahara. And I was like, what? I was visualizing what rain does when it gets into the sand. Mm. I saw Ian in the backyard a couple days ago and he was going like this. Oh, yeah. Dancing. And he was waving crystals around. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I'll do it with that crystals. Story. That's an interesting idea. I've never meditated with crystals in my hands before. Your rain dance was too much. I yeah. bought I bought Maldivite and Luke got scared. I don't want any of that. Why not? I, I just heard bad things about it. Because it's from outer space. What is it? Maldivite. Maldivite. You've never heard of Maldivite? No. It's this. This is a piece of it. It's volcanic. It's not volcanic glass. It's meteoric glass. Yes. Yeah. From What's a meteor that struck glass? Moldova. People oh. report having entities come to them when they have that. It's like a magnet. So yeah. a meteor hits Moldova uh -huh. and then it created glass in the impact. That's cool. And then I got a couple pendants that you can wear and Luke mm -hmm. was like oh dude you better but, keep that away from me mm. I don't want it I don't want bad juju <laughs> where bad did the ghost come I slept with it on as a pendant the ghost came from the pendant nothing happened so we'll see weird. that you Keep know on. of that I know of yeah. I had a normal night's sleep my recovery was fantastic by the way there we go yeah. <laughs> alright hey if that, if that does it alright Murph tries DIY says Tim I'm trying to convince my spouse into letting our family go as the cast of Chicken City for Halloween That's with a chicken really party cute. going off every time the kids get candy others please join that oh this is fun. so cute you have That's to do that awesome. and do a video yeah. that would be amazing a video that would be awesome that would be so cool party. that'd be adorable <laughs> I love party. this idea <laughs> 
Someone you may know says, hello all from Florida, where we are, we are awaiting the arrival of Ian, who will destroy us with the truth of graphene. You'll be okay. <laughs> I was thinking of going for Halloween as that Ontario teacher. The way yes. you disperse weather, so the clouds are magnetic, and your body also has a magnetic field. I imagine putting positive energy into the cloud, and it kind of like when you drip oil in the water and you see it like shoot out mm -hmm. in different directions, you can disperse. Uh, also, you can use the sun to kind of heat the cloud and dissipate it that way. Okay. But doing it without it, at night is kind of confusing because it's not above you. You have to imagine it there. It's very interesting. So it might be more of a subatomic thing. Joe Spinella says, people should look up the Hatfield and McCoy feud, which was basically a civil war within yeah. the civil war with both sides of the families intermixed on both sides of the actual civil war. Crazy. Oof. Wow. That Crazy. went on for a super long time, too. Yeah, really long. Time. For 30 years, 20 yeah. years. Great Jedi Outcast says, what separates a man from a slave? Nobody knows this one? Ability uh, to choose. Freedom. A man chooses. There you go. The man yeah. I like that great John yeah. Diaz, have any of you watched the Alex Jones trial? It's a kangaroo court. Never thought I'd see something like this in America, and it deserves more attention. Yeah. We were talking about that before the show. I watched a little bit of it. And when I, the when the judge is like sitting there mm -hmm. and they're going like objection, objection, and the prosecutor's just going like blah, 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 and then Alex is going blah, 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 and then and then he's like, Judge, do something. And the judge is like, I can't even get a word in. Yeah. <laughs> the problem I will say is that Bang Alex the gavel. Kept, Alex kept That's responding. So I think they were treating it as hostile witness mm. because if he just stopped responding to the guy and looked at the judge and awaited her response to the objection, she would have been like, all right, you're out of order to the prosecutor. But instead, Alex kept going back at him. And then so she just let it go. I don't I don't understand why Alex doesn't just say whatever he wants. He basically was in no, the trial. She, like, you're, awesome. you're instructed that you can't talk about the bankruptcy. And so like, I'm going to say it. Mm. Interesting. Because he'll be held in contempt. OK. Oh, like, but what does that mean? It's but like he's already up on charges like what's the difference? Yeah. Not, it's, it's, it's civil, not criminal. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. And so it's just like He's trying to preserve the company, InfoWars. He said, I was listening to him on a show a couple nights ago, and he was like, I mean, I've, I've been honest with my crew. If if I get screwed, if all this money's gone, I got to shut the company down. And that's everyone's out of business, out of a job. Yep. So that's what they're trying to do. The problem is Alex Jones could grab a $20 cell phone from Walgreens and film himself ranting and still get the same amount of traffic. So even if the company ends, He's still Alex Jones. That will never, never, they'll never be gone. Yeah, but he, I mean, I can see why he'd want to keep his employees employed. Yeah, I think he, he wouldn't do responsibility. He was like, I, part of me considers not even going to the court. He's like so messed up right now mentally. Mm -hmm. But he's like, he's got, so two, what if these people rely on him? So he's, what if someone else started a company and hired him to present? Or better yet, contracted uh, the rights to distribute? Who would do that? I wonder. Be oh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'm saying like, so they went after him because one of his employees started a, a nutrition supplement company that resells InfoWars products. And they're, they're like, you know, this guy who used to work for you is selling these products and you benefit from it. And he's like, I sell them products. Like, I don't know. What do you, what do you, like, are they going to try and go after a third party company that's selling supplements? Well, they do that, right? They do what? I mean, if you look at the people who go after companies for, you know, they go after like advertisers. The only all thing of these they people. have to go after Alex Jones on is defamation. They can't go after a random company started by some other person. But it's the kangaroo shit. You got to listen to uh, Riketa Law talks about it too. And uh, Robert Barnes was being real clear about it. Like it, this is a situation where they're attempting to make it illegal to hurt people's feelings because he, yeah, he defamed, I guess he said some stuff about some specific people, but there's other people that haven't even been named by Alex Jones that are like piling on this lawsuit. This is according to Robert Barnes mm -hmm. and trying to make money off of the way they felt as a result. Whether or not he put them in danger for naming them, that's a different story. 
I, I would highly recommend watching the Alex Jones, uh, Robert Barnes clip uh, from a couple days ago. They were talking about it. About the trial? About the trial, yeah. Ethan Reed says, hate is absolutely a weakness. Emotional reactions have nothing to do with instinct. Instinct is a, is a reflex. Emotional responses are more thought out. That, emotional responses are more thought out. That's why we use different words to describe emo. Do you mean logical responses are more thought out? My point is you want to you behave rationally and logically, but I don't demonize someone feeling a thing. You want to be in control of your emotions and feelings, but you know. Yeah, there you go. Shinobi Kenobi says, sorry, Ian, I don't want you in my foxhole. I don't know <laughs> well, that's a reference hopefully to. Hopefully we won't have to share one, brother. Andrew Lant says, holy crap, Tim, no. Hatred is evil. One of the few times I may agree with Ian. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love your enemy. Defending hatred may be the most anti-Christ thing I've ever heard. Well, I think people have hate within them. You're not supposed to act on hate. You're supposed to act on logic. But I don't think you should be demonized for experiencing a feeling. You know, I do need sometimes to work hate out by expressing it and then finding out why I was wrong or what the problem with that expression was later in like a safe environment. So it's something we do need to let people continue to express their hate openly. That's protected constitutionally. Group B says, I noticed Arizona green tea at my local gas station went up 30 cents. Mm -hmm. Can anyone confirm? Proof of inflation, Ian, can you please harness your inner energy power to control the pathway of the hurricane? Yes. Whoa, Colin says, wasps pollinate figs, which are the it's most true. consumed yeah. from the planet. Thanks, Ian, for always asking the questions I'm thinking. I never knew that. Isn't that crunchy thing in figs wasp? I think it's seeds, because I eat figs as a snack relatively Look at regularly. I'm pretty sure there's wasps in figs. There, yeah, there might be a dead wasp in there. So think about that next time you in eat a fig. In figs? Huh? We got there's a bag dead of them. wasps so in figs? Google that. Yeah, I'm looking it up. I know yeah, I, I know it requires a wasp to pollinate it. So I eat lots of Should figs. Should you eat figs yeah. if wasps have died inside of them? Here's yeah. everything you need to know about the fig wasp relationship. Oh. See, there you go. From treehugger.com. So, have, so is uh, that the one good thing that wasps do is they pollinate figs? They eat yeah. bugs well, check it out. too. We have kind of fig. I have, like figs. We wow. have pawpaw out here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Hillbilly banana. And it's pollinated by beetles and flies. Gross. Mm -hmm. But they're delicious. I've never seen a pawpaw. What do they look like? Are they bigger or smaller? They're like, well, there's varying size. Maybe like this big. You get a good one. Squashes. Big seeds. Uh -huh. And it's like if you took banana, avocado, and mango and combined it. That sounds actually pretty good. It's really good. I, uh, you, how have you I never heard of this fruit? Yeah. They're really good. Is this like an indigenous American fruit? Appalachian fruit. Yeah, and nice. it doesn't last very long. It's, mm -hmm. uh, I believe it's hard to transport and hard to grow. Is this why I've never seen it at the grocery store? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we've probably got, in the next month, we're going to have probably 5,000. Oh, geez. I'm going to come down and eat one. Everywhere. You'll walk through the woods and it hits uh -huh. you on the head. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. And then you, 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 you can get them and they're like, when they're real juicy, you can just mm -hmm. like break it open. Amazing. Dude, figs oh, yeah. covered in bacon bits and maple syrup. What am I looking at? <laughs> that's delicious. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mad love to the wasps. That yeah, stuff right. is good. Appreciated. Figs and bacon are really yeah, like, just paradise. Figs. Throw some balsamic sugar. vinegar on there. That sounds great. Mm, little balsamic maple syrup. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Prashelto uh, Liv says, we have been in a civil war since the summer of love. Our streets and neighborhoods were under attack. The attack was physical, mental, and economical. P.S. Tim, do a tour and start a music label, please. We are. We're working on it. And uh, we have a call with some big industry guys tomorrow. We're going to be. Uh, we got a bunch of songs in the works. We've got a top secret plan with another company. I just want to tell you, uh, 
they're so angry about the success we've had with the music we're putting out. And it's just, it, it's really encouraging. Salon wrote a hit piece claiming that my music was like white nationalism or some other nonsense. That is such garbage. I'm like, they're, just, it's the only it's thing It's nothing they have. like that. But, yeah, but like, bright eyes, it's nice. <laughs> but like, it's, they're so threatened by it. They, the opening paragraph was, if you're not into politics, you may be confused why a horrible emo song was number two on, on iTunes. And then I stopped and I was like, number two on Billboard, but carry on. <laughs> and the point was clear. They were pointing out that many people saw this top tracking song and didn't know anything about me or whatever and said, oh, here's a song and listened to it. And it started trending and then it hits the charts. So they have to intervene. They have to be like, that, that song you heard? Fascist. It sucks. It sucks. It's Fair. really bad and you hate it. But the bad news for them is we actually got a ton of uh, industry support since that song came out because it did so well. Basically, it's this. It's, it comes to this. And this was kind of the point. Mm -hmm. Industry people want to be in the top of the charts. So when they see that we put out music that worked and we don't have any representation or any, you know, any kind of industry connections, they, they come to us and they're like, we want to have our name on a song that's number two so we can help you do better. And so now they're like, we're working with these guys and they're like, we're going to do the release so, so well next time. It's going to be it's going to hit number one. It's going to be big. We're going to we're going to get you on radio. We're going to get it done right. And I'm like, cool, yeah, let's do it. So this, the, the, we were planning on releasing a song recently, like in the next week or so, but we're going to wait because we're going to do a strategy meeting. We didn't do any of it right. Like the YouTube views didn't count towards Billboard, and we got to make sure that everything is done properly this time. Oh, so quick aside, fig wasps spend their larval stage inside of figs. Interesting. What the hell? Amazing, and then you eat them. And then you eat the wasps? I'd rather talk about music, but that was just stuck in my head. Maybe if we just That's crazy, dude. Redacted said Trump should rebrand MAGA to the greatest reset. It's better that one it's it's better that one that's just great. It's better than one that's just great. And wokeism shall henceforth be called woke supremacy, just as oppressive, <laughs> but with rainbows. I like woke supremacy. It should be like a glitter unicorn puking rainbows. Yes. I'm gonna start saying woke supremacist. You're yeah. a woke supremacist. I think yeah, that's like great. That. Yeah. yeah. Who coined that? We should give them Scott credit. Actor, yeah. Very good. All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, guys, what are they going to do in the mountains? Cali is huge. Not everywhere is sunny and beautiful. Imagine Colorado stop water to them. Cali may be doomed. Yeah, so they ban the heaters. But there's a lot of mountains in, in California. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be like, how oh, do I heat my house? And they're like, oh, good luck. Yeah. Chop down trees, I guess. Yeah, I looked, up, yeah. I looked up the record low temperature in California. is negative 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Whoa. It gets cold. It does get California. cold in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I shot a movie up in Big Bear. That was frigid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cold. All right. 79 Mike Larry says, plot twist. The rest of the celestial beings in the universe refuse to make contact with us. And we are making contact contact with a fallen race. Demons. So we're like the, the outcasts of the, the, the universe. This is like the poop that landed in our ocean. It was the alien poop. And then it formed into us. Oh. Well, I guess. All right. I Kefka says, Tim, could it be they overcharge him knowing the charge can't stick just to put him on trial and then he gets off with no charges? I'm assuming Alec Baldwin, but yeah, they could be like, we're charging him and then he's found not guilty and they go, oh, look, he was not guilty. You know what I mean? Does that happen where they'll charge people for excessive crimes they know they can't get them for just so that they can find them not guilty? Well, that's a political question, but I'm assuming it's within the realm of possibility. I don't know how often. They also <clears throat> overcharge sometimes so that they can bargain them down. It seems plea, highly unethical, bargain them but down. I would imagine it's... This is, that's something that happens a lot. DAs do that. They'll throw all the charges at a person and then um, just get them on the you know last couple or whatever. 
All right. Joshua Renner says, I've spoken to a retired set builder. He said that these old timers would use the prop guns for actual target practice, then put the guns back for use in the movie they were in. Says Alec did the same. Oh, yeah. What if Alec was playing around with it? Yeah, they said they were going out and target shooting at night. Alec was? No, well, no, I didn't hear that Alec was, but people on the, in the, that were working on the project were. Because that'll be big. Shooting cans out back after the day. Scoot says, did you hear about the massive UFO sighting in Branson, Missouri? Y'all hear about that? No. I assume Mr. Shane Cashman did. Shane, I hope you heard about that one. All right, we'll look into it. That'll be fun. All right. Clint Tor- Torosaurus Rex says, like Krusty the Clown said, it's only funny if the schmuck has dignity. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes sense. Otherwise, it's just sad, right? Like yeah. coming after people who are down on their luck. Oh, for dark, for gallows humor? Yeah. Someone tweet. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What do we have here in the old Super Chats? Carlton XL says, Luke, bringing a new meaning to the milkman. <laughs> Luke, lift and separate. What's no, what's don't tell me what to do. This is this is beautiful it's the way body. it is. It's natural. It's okay, it's stop hating on me. You know what's funny? Is and, you're, and your perceived image of beauty that you're okay. subjecting me to. Okay, get your that, own pair. Hold on, is the lift and separate thing like a normal thing? Yeah, that's a normal. Mm, like people say that. that. Selling point for I was, What about yeah, juggling? I don't know, but I was making a joke because I've heard people say that, like on soap operas or whatever. Like I've never heard that before. You know, on reality TV. Honey, you want to lift and separate? Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lydia knows what I'm talking about. You heard this phrase? I've heard that. Yeah. I have. All right. Helican Drummer says, I'm writing a book on morality based on evolutionary purposes of emotions. Hatred is a negative state and it has, as it has a negative health effects in the long term. Anger is our drive to face a threat, but is irrational if there is no threat. Agreed. Well said. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Winston Alexander says, Global Citizen is a UN globalist fundraiser. Crowd also booed videos of Biden, Trudeau, Macron, speeches about menstrual poverty, food, climate, billions raised. Only results shown a villager got a few chickens. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a result. That is a result. That's a result. Not nothing. But it's actually really cool to hear that they booed everybody because it shows that, you know, people aren't, aren't taking this, even in New York City. I assume they're probably booing, booing her because they were Bernie bros, you know? Like Bernie supporters, which are like, we don't like the corporate Democrats. But it turns out they don't like any of them, so uh, I'll take it. There you go. Okay, what do we got here? All right, let's see. Aaron Neal says, you haven't mentioned the female West VA senator who you vowed to raise heck against. Oh, Crapido. That's her name, right? Crapido? Yes, Shelley Moore Crapido. Sounds familiar. I thought, you just, I thought you just said Crapido. Crapido. I, did, I forgot. Crapido, I forgot. Yeah, because she supported the gun control stuff. Well, we got a lot of work to do here in West Virginia, so we'll we'll, we'll make sure we always uh, rag on Crapido. Oh no, the Crapido was the porta potties I was going to buy. Her <laughs> name's Capito. Johnny on the spot. Oh yeah, it's Capito. That's Capito. Yeah. So the idea Shelly was to, to buy a bunch of porta potties and donate them, and they'll say uh, they'll be called Shelly Moore Crapido boxes. Mm-hmm. And then it'll you know <laughs> we'll just we'll donate them. And be like, you need a porta potty? Here you go. You like, know where you want to donate those is uh, the Women's March. Do you know that yeah. they're doing the big fundraiser because they need more porta potties? Really? For the March. Yeah, I get, uh, I'm on their mailing list. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, it's, I'm on so many mailing lists, I gotta tell you. But um, I I mean, it's funny when I open my inbox and it's uh, messages from Save America Pack and Women's March. And I'm like, oh, hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should really get together. Um, But yeah, the Women's March is is seeking donations for porta potties for the Women's March. Hmm. 
Where are they marching? I don't know. Should we check? DC. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it'll be DC. Do you think they're going to be like chanting pro-war stuff? Uh, they might be out there with, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe like yeah. they should get some abortion pills in the colors of the Ukraine flag. Yeah, speaking of Ukraine and Russia, I was just thinking about this. I hope that we can find peace with Russia and Ukraine and everybody else that's involved because I think what's happening is the Russians want sea, uh, black sea access through Crimea and they want those two freeways to the north. Uh, what freeways are these? Oh, here it is. Wait, it's uh, 242 events from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles to Elkhorn, Wisconsin and Arlington, Texas. Hmm. Thousands of fierce feminists taking to the streets. Women's wave is here. And an ocean is coming. Women's March on October 8th will harness the power of our collective voices and carry our power all the way to the ballot box on November 8th. But powering our march will take resources. We need buses. We need hand sanitizer and masks, of course. <laughs> we need signs and we need porta potties and lots of them. Maybe they need some crapados. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. Mm. All right, let's grab this uh, last one here. No moves. Junior says, question, is this the beginning or the end? Or what? Or uh, of what the is will ultimately become? Well, is this the beginning of the end? It's both. It's both the beginning and the end. Again. New. From the ashes of the old, we shall build anew. Constantly cycling in many directions at once, spiraling. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show, be the notification. YouTube has been holding back on notifications and people are saying they weren't getting the links. So if you want to fight back against the censorship, considering the elections, you know, here and seems like the suppression is kind of on purpose. You can help by sharing the video and becoming a member at TimCast.com to watch our uncensored members only show. We're going to be talking about the great big titty to, uh, Ontario, I was going to say Toronto, Ontario teacher conspiracy theory. Ontario. Which is Ontario. It's yes. actually really interesting. So <laughs> check that out. Follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Libby, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, I do want to shout things out. Not the Women's March. I want to shout out the Post Millennial thepostmillennial.com. Um, I want to shout out my Twitter at Libby Emmons. And also you can check out our work at Human Events, which is humanevents.com. And that's, uh, that's, that's about all of it. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. uh, all my new simps could go to <laughs> lukemilkers.com, actual website, which you can click right now, lukemilkers.com. And you could support me <laughs> on my fast. official members area right there. Libby, I have to say, I'm, I'm sorry. Overwhelmingly, according to the comments, you have officially <laughs> lost the milkers war. You know what? And I, I am, am top thrilled. milker here on the broadcast. <laughs> I just it up, it works. <laughs> it does. Oh Lukemilkers.com. You know what you need, I've been, though? I've you been need fact- some chest binders because what for like when you decide you're trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I'll do whatever I want. But, but, but <laughs> All right. Lukemilkers.com. I've been fact-checked yeah. by the fact-checkers. So, uh, again, it... Uh, uh, independent media uh, alternatives having our own platform is key lukemilkers.com what were you See checked for for the for the from fake quoting the corporate media the I corporate media for the fake boobs no 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 the f- I, I literally quoted fact the corporate check, media Luke does not have breasts right yeah. fact check how do you, now it's trendy so it's popular so you know you got to be ahead of the times here and we're doing that here at lukemilkers.com well thanks luke you're oh, welcome and, and ian, Fantastic. ian 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 my eyes are up here okay, okay. All right. yeah. beautiful beautiful shirt uh again like i was saying hey before we roll the ukraine i really want to bring some hope for these people and the people in russia and everyone else that's watching and 
involved. Uh, I think that what Russia wants is a piece of land that leads down to Crimea so they have Sevastopol into the Black Sea. I don't think that it has anything to do with genocide or, or conquering massive land. Russia has never been known for conquering land. It's been essentially a federation since the Soviet Union split up. But these two freeways, East 105 and East 97, I think uh, maybe should go to Russia in order to avert the war. I hope that that can be some help. Maybe we can start to think positively about finding some sort of peace deal. And maybe we can get Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden or, to have some sort of dialogue and debate, discussion about what, what people want, what needs to happen. Go from there. I love you guys. Thank you for being a part of this. See you later. Thank you guys for joining us this evening with our special guest, Lucia Rutkowska. If I got that name right, I feel like I've been thoroughly outshone. I have no way to compete with that. It's fantastic. Luke really pulls it off. You can't compete with the lubes. That's right. I know. I know. I can't because men are better than women at everything. Absolutely. As we all men know. are better women than women are. I know. Exactly. You know? It's a serious it's problem. True. It's very real. Well, problem. speaking of that, that's going to be our post show. So you guys can follow me at on Twitter and minds.com at Sarah Patch Lids as well as sarahpatchlids.me. We will see you all over at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.